This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, fellow black women podcasters and a whole uprising visit the show and we bond over whole shit in our biggest sex episode ever. Also, please make your own plate at the cookout. It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. Episode 62. How old, how old you gotta be for social security checks? Because we deserve one. Like I'm sure now. they've raised the, age, raised the age. I think at some point in time it was 62. Well, we can do with that extra 200 pennies. We're definitely AARP. <laughs> like, we can sign up for AARP though. We can definitely What does that do? That. do? What? What I is that? Know. I don't know. What the fuck is that? Anyway, no kind of, are we drinking tea today? What kind of tea you drinking? I'm drinking tea. I'm having bodega tea. I'm having a lemon zinger. Hi, guys. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I am Queen. I am Jay. And, and this, this is, is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. I already made my awkward sound, so I won't do it again. Okay, good. Thank I God. I got it out the way early. <laughs> Came in early. I actually feel super awkward because, because little we, Henny Pow is not here. Yeah, because we are recording in... Bonfire yes, Studio. Bonfire Radio Studio. Shout out to TK, who's out here engineering for us. I feel oh super God, we special. Have, like, we yo. like have an engineer. Oh my God. Shit. I, I want to like lower my voice really low and quiet and act like I'm doing that's something. That's your girl six voice? NPR related. Is that's that's I never saw that whole movie. No, huh? that's not my girl six oh. voice. I think I'm more, I'm better at like, I'm a sexter. I think I could be a professional sexter because mm-hmm. I like get them open. But Do you send the audio file? Huh? Do you send, do you send the audio sound? No, I mean texting. Like, no, I, I understand. Like, but no, but I'm talking okay. about texting. I'm a like, Official sexter, like I do it, but all okay. of that. Hi, I'm Queen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I sound like a baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why I don't do it. All right, if you so, get turned on by that, uh huh, you're gross. Okay, all right, that's awkward for me because I. <laughs> okay, all right, we do a podcast, and I've never you've never sounded like an infant to me. That's odd. I'm talking about how I feel about my voice when I do sexy voice. Okay. Like All right. Baby. So I've never heard that. Thank God. Well, how would um, I do sexy voice to you? I don't know. This whole conversation has been weird for me. <laughs> but speaking of sexy voice, we have guests today, which is why we're in a special studio today and yes. feeling sexy and special. Uh, we have the women of the Inner Whole Uprising, Uprising Podcast. Podcast. Woo! Hello. Hi. This Say is my hi. sexy voice. Sam and Shanika are here. They're going to hang out with yes. us. Say hi again. Hey, we're um, yeah. the so sexy girls from the inner home uprising. When hoes are around, yes, <laughs> yes. yes, yes, five hoes in the room. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Five five is a hole too. So Good. That's exciting. So they're going to hang out with us um, and then we're going to talk to them more about what they do and their podcast and their movement and their production stuff and blah, 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 and blah, all blah, of that. Blah. Yes, 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 yes. All, yes. Good all good shit, stuff. Yeah. If you guys want to tweet about the show as you go along, you can tweet us at T with QJ on Twitter and you can use the hashtag. If you don't want to add us, you can hashtag us, hashtag T with QJ as we are going throughout yes, the show. Yes. Yo, Thanks guys for listening and coming back and checking us out. But in the meantime, let me what? jump into some pinkies. 
Oh yeah, let's do that. So I have two pinkies. All right. My first pinky we, goes for. We have guests for... today, so let's make sure everybody knows what pinkies are, right? Pinkies are. I know you don't I'll like to explain sh- yes, things. Yes, I don't. Like, I don't like really to explain anything. You okay. should just know things. Right. I'm a okay. horrible teacher. All right. Um, <laughs> pinkies are our shout outs. You know, you drink tea, put your pinky up. Mm-hmm. It's a tea show, so this is my pinky. Yes. Um. So my first pinky goes to Going Commando. Oh, I have, nice. yeah, like mm-hmm. I have like no panty days, but lately it's, that's just been every day. Like, <laughs> fuck panties. I don't need them. I'm not wearing any now. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry. I won't get this on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, fuck panties. Like, why do we need them? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. for yeah. what? I Who no invented panties? Probably a man. <laughs> Fuck panties. I feel very juicy at times. I am a juicy person like also, but they're my juices. That. They're my juices. You have been conditioned to feel that you shouldn't like your own juices. I don't like and juice on my thighs. And that's crazy. I don't like it on no, my thighs. it's fine. I don't like your it juice, on my thighs. You haven't felt your juice on your thigh? Like, it's not yeah, enough my juice thighs to drip together. Yeah, that's there, what, there is. That's what. That's not juice. When I don't have how panties much, on. How much discharge do you have that is dripped down your thigh? When I don't have panties on, at times I have. Yeah, at times oh, okay, I have well. I have vagina juice. No, we all have vagina juice. I have vagina juice. I've, I don't know. My discharge doesn't drip down, down my, my leg. Thigh, you just said legs, that. But what I'm saying, if your legs rub together, if your thighs rub, it's right there at your vagina. Yeah, but your thighs rubbing that juice is generally sweat. It's not like right, except for when it's vagina juice. That's right there because your thighs not, are rubbing. And, all right, that's hey, usually listen. not. Sometimes it is. Unless you're like Brazilian down there, then you're probably more likely to feel the juices. So I, I, I give you that. Oh, wow. So there's the extra level of the hair catching the juices before. That's what the mm. hair is for. Uh-huh. For juice catching. Mm. <laughs> Sam, Shanika, you guys are our, our residents. As a fellow experts. juicy person myself, mm-hmm. it gets on the thighs. It gets, it gets on, on the thighs, on the thighs right? It, maybe I don't it's, pay it's attention. Through maybe actual I actual panties before. Maybe I assume it's mm-hmm. sweat. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. That could be what it is. I assume okay. it's sweat. It's that nectar. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that goddess nectar. Do you, does it bother you on the thighs? Um, Are you down for commando? In no, I'm I'm too much of a juicy right. person. Like, okay. I've soaked cool. through underwear before. Cool. Like, not sisters. horny. Yeah. I used to, I used to feel that way. Okay. Until two weeks ago, and I just was like, fuck panties. Good for you, yo. Maybe one day yeah. I'll get there and I'll be down with the thigh juice. But yeah, if you know like now. your cycle and when you're the juiciest. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it, too. Okay. I know so I'm juicier at I'm night. totally ignorant to this whole thing. So I know my oh, cycle. Man. I don't know when the juice pops off. I'm what juicier does the juice at have night. to do with my cycle? You know, I'd be lying if I try to explain, but I'm going <laughs> to try You already anyway. know more than me. So <laughs> whatever you I know. I think it's like cool. when you're your most fertile, you're like the most mucusy. Yeah. But also it can be stuff. when you're your least fertile. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> oh, great. That's so great. And you're <laughs> so either, you are at max away from juiciness. completely drying up. I know. Moments away I know when I ovulate. I know when I ovulate, I'm most juicy. And for some reason at night, I'm most juicy. So like. Well, that's sexy. Yeah, exactly. I need that. All right. So okay. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Thank you. And then my other pinky, unless we want to still talk about juices. We could spend uh, this whole entire yeah. Yeah. juices. I, think, I, I mean, I've covered juices. I think we're good on juices. If anyone wants to, I'm not stopping anyone from adding. TK, you can turn your mic on if you feel like it. I'm, I'm into your vibe over here. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want, you know, it's, it's totally yeah, cool. Whatever you like. <laughs> Whatever you like, you're more than welcome to, to kick it with us. That I'm yeah. not supposed to be here. <laughs> but if they talk about juices again, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, whenever you feel you like you need to turn your mic on, I'm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. It's too. cool. Thank cool. you, ladies. And then um, 
My second pinky is for a listener. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jay's friend. Yes. The, the listener, Casey, mm-hmm. who um has been giving me life advice. Yes. He's the oracle. For the past um two episodes, and I appreciate it. He gave me some job advice, um, which when I read it, it sounded great, but I have not practiced. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, but let's say what it was real quick, because we talked about the whole issue on the show, and you were asking me for advice, and I had horrible advice, <laughs> and or no advice. Um, But no, it was back to the episode where you were asking what to do in situations where your coworkers are talking about shit that's like triggering or shit you don't want to hear about or um or just so ignorant that right, you want to throw right, 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 a stapler right, at them right and then his <laughs> advice <laughs> his advice was which in retrospect it sounds like common sense but it never felt like it is that that's a part of the job that's a part of like what you what you're there what you've signed up for what yeah. you're getting paid for part of your check is managing dealing with those people whether it be ignoring them or in whichever way you deal with it it's being able yeah. to be amenable with yeah, a it's, bunch it's of idiots basically work socialization right type stuff mm-hmm. which has never been a good thing we've worked together right <laughs> outside of this podcast yeah. i don't like you i don't fuck I'm with like, you like uh, <laughs> uh naima can you bring can you bring these uh t-shirts over to uh that area over there that's not my section <laughs> You're literally that is, that is on me. your way over there. Yep. I don't shrug, shrug shoulders, walks away. All right. <laughs> okay, All that's right. me. Okay, so like, yeah. And then we, I was, I gave a pinkies up last week to um, air conditioners because I think that's when that heat wave shit was mm-hmm. happening, and mm-hmm. it was just like I can't do. Heat. I bought a fan. That's just not yesterday. my thing. It's silent. You notice how I don't spend a hey. night at your house anymore, right? <laughs> you need an air conditioner. But anyways, <laughs> so. I went into like I think you asked me how air conditioners work or like don't you pour you're, the you're talking about the environment right. and I right. was like well we don't pour anything in the air conditioner but Casey actually was like well it comes with the Freon already mm-hmm. and Freon isn't that cool for the environment but mm-hmm. Naima Queen being hot mm-hmm. is not good for the environment either so like yeah so I don't think that's how environment <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I like think he, he might have warming. to send you another it's another schooling email. <laughs> yeah. and have the he might send me something else, really but yeah, me works. hot is not good for the envi- it's right. not good for the environment. Well, shout out to it Casey; he's always very supportive of the show. I cause noise pollution. See, yeah, so mm. it's not it's not good for the environment. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, peace to that. Thank yeah, you for your pinkies, so yo. My pinkies. You don't got no pinkies. I don't have any pinkies, man. I'm coming off of what was possibly the worst day of summer that I've had in my entire life ever. Oh my god. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. I went to. So I grew up in a very uh, hardcore, like Christian church or whatever. Um. And so I went, I go back because it was like a small storefront church, like one of those places where you stand up and you spread your arms out. You could touch one wall and touch the other wall with like both hands. Um, So I grew up there, but everybody is still like cool or whatever. It's like family to an extent or whatever. So I'll show up for the church picnic. And so my nephews were in town. That's so where I never, you went wrong. That's, yeah, that's where Showing I went up wrong. For the Showing picnic. up for the church picnic. Um, But my nephews were in town. So they were there. It's like a family picnic of sorts or whatever. So they were there. So I went and... um. It was the worst day of my life. It was it was hard. It was terrible. I was the whole day. I was like, oh, I'm gonna see my nephews. I'm gonna bring little Henny Penny. She can like Henny, run Henny Penny's the dog. Yeah, I was thinking Aww. she can run outside. The third she can play. It's yeah. supposed to be the perfect day for a dog. I've brought her to all the other church picnics. That's where she plays. It's a day for her. <laughs> I need she to get into the story. I didn't hear the story. Uh huh. But she told me that someone went to her and said to her, "Your dog has no soul." Yes, I was told. <laughs> 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 so I was like, say that shit for the no show. Because yeah, that like yeah, yeah. I got hotel. 
I got hotepped. I got hotepped. I got Christianed. I was. It was a long. It was a long day. It was a long day, and it was all at the hands of men. I, that's probably the worst day of, of of male relations that I've had. Also, oh like of all time or whatever. So I get there. I'm there because my nephews are there, and I love my dog. My dog's gonna have a great day, and she knows. That's the thing. When we take the train upstate or whatever, she knows where we're going. She knows when she sees my family that it's gonna be a day of family. She fucking knows the same way she knows when I'm about to leave the house. She gets, she knows things. She's a living, breathing thing. We go up there, white man is policing the park area because black people are setting up, and he's like, you can't have your dog here. I'm like, all right, cool, but we're upstate, so it's a whole park pass thing involved. I don't want to violate my friend's park pass, so now we have to find some place else to bring little Henny. Mm-hmm. So I have to take Henny out of the park. So that's the first thing that's like, this is, has, has totally shifted the dynamic of the day. Why can't a fucking dog be in a is park? Is that the, not the most absurd thing that it's you heard? strange. Yeah, I've been at that park with her before, but we weren't policed in that manner or whatever, so mm-hmm. like it was fine and nobody was sweating it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know how people treat you when you have like black girl hair, so. Yes, and then I have like <laughs> hardcore like, black girl hair yeah, now. Like right, corn, right, you're I mean, right. Um, the box I was, razor. yes, yes, I was less <laughs> offensively black before, right? So now I'm there in my full black blonde glory and he wants me gone so i bring my dog somewhere else no big deal on the way to somewhere else my dad calls me this is like at the height of all the um the shootings that happened the week prior or whatever and so my dad calls me because he wants to make sure that i am not aligned with a terrorist group who is uh but he texts that all the time He does. He does. Um, but usually, like, it's a quick call. Usually, it's like, hey, I heard, uh, you know, there's going to be some fighting out. It's some random tip that I've never heard of that makes no sense that's, like, on the dark web or some shit, okay, that none of us have ever heard of. Like, yeah. he, th- he also thinks that I have, like, a direct line to D-Ray. He mm-hmm. thinks, like, I'm, me and D-Ray, we have brunch whenever he's in New York or some shit. But I don't know. It's very strange. So my dad, so I'm in the middle of removing my poor little dog from the park who is so excited about being at the park and seeing my family and I have to bring her to like my aunt's house and like keep her again now she's in the fucking house so whatever and yeah. the strange house so that's totally annoying I told him I'm doing this he wants to talk to me about for a half hour about not aligning myself with a terrorist group um, which I'm not known to do I don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a history of that I don't know why he called me um, for that um, but uh, yes, yeah, so he wanted to make sure that I wasn't doing that because anything could happen, and I don't know who I'm working with or talking to or whatever. So that was all right, guys. Oh, so this is why you're what? like that. What? <laughs> like I could be texting her something that has nothing to do with like anything. Like I don't know why the CIA would care that. That's a part um, of the reason. Me and his guy stole his bear from the bodega. I'm not talking about this during text. Tell me the story. <laughs> tell me the story when I see you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a part. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like one part like black nationalist, like Panther paranoia. Stuff right. In, it's one that. part that, and I then mean, one part like immigrant bad things will happen to you no matter where you go. What you do, yeah, watch just, out. And like yeah. one part that, right? So it's just general anxiety and neurosis, yeah. right? So no, I will not be texting you about whatever fuckery if you be trying to text me about it. and then you don't get it you don't respect it though i'd be like all right cool gotta go it's not we'll talk when you're here it, it's just talk like... about what talk about all the things i've been stealing <laughs> i just fucking said we'll talk about it so what i've been stealing I'm, who cares it's not about stealing but it's some shit that's not for texting anyway yes yes i get it from my dad um so yeah there was that harassment then I leave my dog there. I go back to the park and my stepbrother is there and I get hotepped. Okay. I didn't know this that is, he was hotep. Is, 
I didn't know he was, also didn't know he was gonna be there. But like like hardcore like no, hood tap, tap. They, they, <laughs> they just they are, pop up. Yeah, like you will never know. You will never, you never know, yo. Know. You never know. And, and then like, hotel. Right. Like, yes. Like, this here's the thing about here's the thing about hoteps. Here's the thing about hotel, especially in, in our age group. It's usually somebody who just discovered that white supremacy is not a conspiracy, right? It's usually somebody who just started reading books. They're like, yo. You heard about these things there's knowledge in books son it's like somebody who just learned of yeah. all these things and they want to talk about it with everyone it's kind of what we talked about with david banner like yeah, he like, just he yeah. just learned of all these things and now he feels like, like he, he can give sermons yeah, and he like, can go no. across the country and we do fucking seminars that and shit. we me and jay have decided that until you're on about level four or five woke don't talk to, don't talk nothing, to the people yo. about it yet don't there's tell levels. us like you don't just start don't tell us <laughs> level four or five don't go okay? into an insane asylum with that shit. Don't talk and, to like and, and regular rational and talking people. Talking your wokeness. Other yeah. than that, nobody shut wants the to fuck hear up, that shit. Because you sound so anyway. Like this guy so he just discovered books recently, <laughs> and so he wanted to sit down with me and talk to me about everything. So I'm like, all right, I'm at the church. It's family time. My mother is there. I'm there to make my family happy, and so I'm I'm immediately my defenses are down. Like whatever the fuck, whatever. I'm I'm vulnerable. Thank you. I'm vulnerable. So I'm sitting there and we're talking and he wants to know what I think about uh, religion. And so we talk a little bit about that. It's a lot of but like you foolishness. you actually know this person? I, he's actually like, that's my stepbrother. I'm going to oh, see him again. You know. I'm going oh. to see him again in life. Usually he's, he, he just, <laughs> this is the thing. He just started reading books, I guess. So I've never had to deal with this before. Um, so the first thing, actually, the first thing off the bat he asked me about is, here's the other thing with the hood tips. They still don't respect women. On any yeah, level. They never no know. hoteps they, do. No, 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 on any level, right? So You're for making babies. Yeah, that's, that's so there's still, there's still this thing about how you have to, you know, respect man and my dude and brother, this, that, or whatever, and then no respect for anyone else. So the first thing he asked me about is a domestic dispute I had with another relative. Like, opening, like, off top. Like, hey, so what hey, happened with such and such? Here's a trigger. Hey, remember, here's a trigger. <laughs> hey, remember that day that you were, you were held hostage in your home? But I, what, why, why did you do that? Why did, you, why did you make that Wait, happen? Why did you make yourself be held right, hostage? Right. Of oh course, I'm God. sure he didn't hear. I, I'm sure he didn't hear, you know, just to be uh, transparent. I'm sure he didn't hear that I was held hostage. I think he just heard of whatever perhaps led up to me being held hostage. Mm -hmm. But it, if I was a dude, he wouldn't have asked me my business at all. He wouldn't have asked me anything about it. Because you, you, right now, you technically ask me about beef. You ask me about beef that I have with another relative. And if I were a man, he would never, never. He needed to be punched in the mouth. So anyway, so he opened with that. I was like, oh, did they tell you they held me hostage and wouldn't leave my apartment for days? Did they tell you? And that I couldn't go to work? Did they mention that? And he got all jittery or whatever. Um, and then, of course, we went back to hood tapping and hood tapping or whatever. Um, and then he asked me what I think about this whole gay thing. Uh, <laughs> I was like, right. Uh, all of this, mind you, I'm doing without my dog. This gay thing. Right? What oh, I think man. about this whole gay thing. It just right. started last week. <laughs> yeah. <'cause it's> <laughs> what do I think about this whole gay thing, right? And like, so now I'm like, I'm like shaking, right? Because you don't know, have gay cubs in my tribe and I'm fucking. And besides the fact that it's, it's ridiculous off top. Right, so yeah, now I have yes. somebody who I'm going yeah. to. This is what's what's so annoying about this is like you're somebody. Did I'm you gonna at least see get again. some potato salad? I got potato salad. It's it? funny because when my aunt was escorting me out, because I had to leave at some point, <laughs> I had to leave. She was like, "Get you some chicken and potato salad." I made several plates, okay, so I was okay. I was like, "Good." Okay, I so at least make sure you at least that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually I forget. Usually my sister is there, or there's some barrier between the shenanigans, and there was no barrier. There was no mm -hmm. safety. And my dog wasn't there. If my dog was there, we'd be engaged and fucking with the little dog. But no. So I was hood tapped. 
Um, so there's that. What do we think about the whole gay thing? So I told him that at that point I, I was like done. And then the joke for me became, oh, you hate gay people. Anytime anyone said anything for the rest of the day, I was like, I don't know, but he hates gays. So I can't. <laughs> I, can't I didn't say I hate him. Well, it doesn't matter what you said. That's it. Yeah. Um, then I'm sitting and I'm concerned and worried about the dog a little bit. And people are talking about the dog and asking. I was like, I had to bring her back. But she knows that we're here having a good time. She was here for a few minutes. She knows that she is not at the park right now. She knows. And like, how do you know she knows? Like, she suspects. And they start laughing at me. I'm like, no, she fucking knows that she's not here or whatever. So you're saying she has a soul. So I'm like, yeah, she has a what's But the- wait, but wait. Why did her loan? Why is her awareness of location like? Why is that tied to souls? Because like here's how, the, right. So yeah. here's the jig. Here's the. This is when it gets real, like real, like bottom backdoor Christian, right? And there's nothing against Christians. I know there are lots of different kinds of Christian. This was a certain kind of Christian that I was dealing with, right? So there's a certain thing about Christianity and the notion of being saved and the notion of being allowed entry into heaven, right? So now because so I'm she's acknowledging, never seen all dogs go to heaven. I guess not. <laughs> what is wrong with her? I guess not. I guess not. Because this is a male. Because that's, that's oh, the other he. level to this, right? This is a male, and Christianity is, I think, also very white supremacist based, right? So there's a hierarchy oh, well, yeah. of humanity. There's a hierarchy of gender, and thus there must be a hierarchy of animals, right? Mm-hmm. And so if only certain kind of humans are worth respect and value, that of course means that no animals are, and that of course means that only a certain group of people are going to heaven, and there are all these fucking rules, and there have to be rules because if without rules then i might have to think and question something and oh my god i'm melting um so anyway yeah we get into this whole conversation about whether my dog has a soul or not and this wouldn't be bothering so much me so much if i had not already been hood tapped the dog is not fucking here it's like too much happening right and so now there are two men talking to me so about whether or not the dog has a soul and none of this matters in the grand scheme of things and my dog out of everyone that i've had to speak to today is the only one with a soul (laughs) she's the only one with a soul so that was highly offensive then i sit down uh to eat with my mother who just sat down and just got her plate and works very hard and is sitting it down it was your mom it was my mom yo you know i wanted to fucking like cut somebody's wrist open my mom sits down and my stepfather walks up eating a hot dog and says hey when you get a chance he was on his way to the store but it was early food wasn't going anywhere when you get a chance can you get up and make me a plate of um macaroni salad and fucking what do you gotta say potato Sam? salad oh and my God. say it sam it's the yeah. make me a plate argument <laughs> it's the fucking make me a plate argument this is let me tell you about the make me a plate argument this is like literally 24 hours after i had posted something on facebook saying if you ask me no this was a week later because i was going to i went to it was it's the fucking cookout thing anytime there's a family feeding frenzy the fucking plate situation comes up so I posted this thing, simple comment on Facebook. Hey, if you're an able-bodied male and you ask me to make you a plate at the cookout, please expect for both your day and my day to be ruined. <laughs> That's it. That post sent people into a fucking tizzy. Oh my God. They could By not people, they could she not means deal. men. <laughs> I don't know why you can't just make your own Make your plate. own fucking plate. You, if yo. you do that, you can then put the amount of stuff that you want. <laughs> exactly. Like it allows Absolutely. you to customize. And that's and what had it. me so <laughs> so boiled and fried is that you he was standing eating a hot dog. <laughs> right? So you can move. You can move. And you've got time on your hands. Yeah. And you've got hands because you're holding a hot dog in one of them. 
And my mother, <laughs> right, has literally just sat down with her plate of food to eat. She's and you chilling. have the, she's chilling. You have the audacity to ask yeah, her. I don't like that. To make you a plate. So that that and that also I have to say is a trigger for me because that used to happen to me all the time. Mm-hmm. To the point where my brother has asked me to make him a plate. Yeah, I remember we were having this conversation and for me it's not an issue to make a plate. Like but it's because within my family, I didn't make plates for my dad or my brother and shit. They made their own plates. But for me, mm. like, I seen my mom make my dad a plate. So for me, that's like a loving gesture. So I'll make a plate for my man. But I wasn't, I never thought you have to make a man a plate. Like, that was never my yeah. thing. Yeah. So, like, when you're like, make a plate for it's your a brother. Trigger. It's like, a trigger. It's a trigger for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's a loving thing like, to do. I'll make a plate for anyone. I don't give a fuck if, if logistically, if it makes yeah, more sense yeah, if to it me makes make somebody sense a plate. Yeah. Or if I'm somewhere, I'm thinking, oh, so-and-so will probably, let me get some of this before. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's not a big deal. But the audacity, I've never, I've also never asked somebody to make me a plate. The audacity of somebody to ask me or another woman a plate just because they're the yeah, other woman because, standing yeah, there. Yeah, that's that, the and, and, and it's a trigger. So I honestly, even though he said something that was stupid and she just rolled her eyes, she's like, he can't just, he, she's like, I made him plates the past two days in a row just because, not because he asked, just yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. And he and he enjoyed it and it was great, but he can't just stop there. Like, he can't just yeah, accept it and appreciate it or whatever. So And she brushed it off and she, did, she didn't make the plate. It was no big deal. I, of course, was shaking and wanted to damage his car and wanted to, like, <laughs> run up to him and, like, throw the plate in his face and stuff like that because... <laughs> It is like it is an actual like trigger for me. Like yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, me. Yeah, I can't. It, I can't. I can it. hardly have a conversation about it because it's so it. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever had a man ask me to make a plate. I wish I had more fingers me to either. count yeah, the number of times that I've had men ask me to make them a fucking plate. Yo. I'm, I'm happy I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. So my fuck your plate. Like a banner day for men. A man has called me to tell me not to involve myself with terrorist groups. A man has a man has hood tapped me. A man has told me to remove my dog from the park. Two men told me the dog, the bitch didn't have a soul. Okay. Um. Then I'm like, you know what? I can't deal with this. I'm going to get my dog. We'll have her. If they tell me to leave, I'll just fucking go home because yeah. I've had quite enough. I've seen my nephews. They're good. Let's get the fuck out of here. I go to get the dog on the way back. My stepdad calls like, I don't think you should bring the dog. I was like, you know what? Good. Have a good day. That's it. Mm. And I got out of there. Um, so I don't have any pinkies. Okay. I just have an extra. I have an early pit actually. <laughs> and I would like to just throw all of the men in my life and the men from that day um, in the pit. And maybe next time you won't be in the pit. That's like a shit. Well, at least you got potato salad. I got yeah. The Did potato it have salad paprika was not good. Somebody made somebody baked some fish. Did it have paprika in it? No, it did. Yeah, it was like black potato. Yeah. It was all different colors. It wasn't like white and yeah, like yeah. I don't. Yeah, I need mean, stuff okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. What was your dog's name again? So, Hennessy. 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 Her name is Hennessy Grace Jones. Hennessy. She was. Yes. And she was thinking of you the whole time. The whole you time know? she was happy she to was, see me. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 She was there for you. All that I had. She was there for you. The one with no soul. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were loved the whole time, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but that was my day, yo. That's that's what happened. I, that's shitty. I wasn't I'm sorry. Really that's, that's thank you. Thank you guys for your support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um so.
Let's get into y'all. Let's get into you hey. guys. <laughs> so I introduced you as being the creators and co-hosts of Inner Ho Uprising podcast. Yes, indeed. You do, um, you do lots of things. Right, but you're we also Slam Pow Productions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What is that? Tell us about the whole thing. Who are you people? Why are you here? Why are we here? No. I don't know. <laughs> um, sure. So we're, a, I guess, a queer black feminist duo. I'm the queer one. This is hard I'm the to black introduce one. now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that. E- I, has, does that evolve? Has that evolved at different times? I feel like sometimes you mention because I know every episode of the podcast you introduce like the yeah. show and who you are. Mm-hmm. Are, are you queer we some days and not some say, days? We both used to say queer. Like I am open to having sex with women, okay. but I don't feel any romantic connection towards mm-hmm. women. So I right. feel like I'm co-opting the queer movement if I say queer. Got it. So uh, I just yeah. was like, it's nah, just complicated. Not okay. It's hard. Because we also believe like queer black feminism as yeah. like a school of thought. Right. That too. But right. I don't know if people acknowledge it as like a some people have thought we were together yeah. because we yeah. say that we're queer black. Some people no, have people thought that we together were together and we have never we have never said that we were queer. That's it. That's it. Couple. Red flag. Couple. One has short hair. They had sex before the show. They had sex after. That's it. People have said that about us and we have never except for occasionally but we usually don't say that we're queer because we're not except for some days but not really. I just love sex. Sex is that's good. how I describe it's it. Right. Like I'm sexual. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to lick there? Okay. <laughs> like, Who are you? Doesn't matter. Yeah, right. like you're, you're Do you have a tongue. Yeah, right. like you know. <laughs> that's like like the way she describes it. Is right, like, it's right. Like, I always mm-hmm. I call that a party lesbian. I don't know. If no, but I'm not party. a party one. Like I don't. It doesn't have to be a party. Yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be a party. Right, right. <laughs> Okay, I'm a party. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's always me, a party. I was projecting. Yeah. That's it's not. Always, it's always a party. Life that's a party. my point. One hundred percent. All right. All right. Just saying. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> TKO. <laughs> okay. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, oh no! Continue. I love it. I love it. So, so we're a a black feminist filmmaking duo. Okay. Um. So we started off like for more than four years ago. We started making videos together mm-hmm. and stuff for YouTube. Uh, we try to make things that are for black people, by black people, that are mm-hmm. both entertaining and uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done a lot of docuseries. We've done some sketch comedy. Um, what else did we do? The thing is, no one cared about any of it. Yeah, no one so, yeah, that's <laughs> so yeah, we decided no one cared. to start a podcast called The Inner Ho Uprising. And that's you know, one of the greatest oh. things we've ever yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, um, that is that is the. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. That is my favorite, the favorite name of a podcast. Thank it's you my, so I much. think that's what got me because I was, you know, we look at different podcasts yeah, and I yeah. look to see what other Black women are doing and stuff. And I was like, hoes. That's, <laughs> oh, that's what happened to me. She texts me like, "Hey, did you hear about these hoes?" And I was like, "She's like, I think you'll like this." In the whole uprising, and I was like, "You had me at hoes." Damn! Like, I was already there. What are these hoes doing? That's like a like trigger like alert words for me. I'll say are are hoes, Bronx, black. Yeah, but it's usually black Bronx hoes. Hoes is like the one that really hones it all in. Yeah, these are my people. These are my people. Black hoes, black queens hoes. Black Long Island. Black Long Island. It's very small. It's just me. So why did um? Because I'm sure I do lots of things. Why the 
why did y'all choose the premise of your show as far as uh-huh. sex positivity mm-hmm. and all of you know that realm of things because oh, yeah. you know lots of things mm-hmm. so we were on another podcast can i shout out another podcast? yeah of course it's called the waste off podcast Woo! it's by a queer black woman herself you can't make that noise though you can shout out the podcast oh, but no excitable <laughs> noise about- don't no, listen to it <laughs> shout out what is it called again waste off podcast. okay awesome um and we were asked to talk about vaginas because we had done okay. a vlog before about vaginas yeah. and she saw it and she was like these are the girls so we were on her podcast and we were like oh shit we're kind of good at this yeah. we're halfway good we're halfway yeah. decent <laughs> um around the same time i was exploring exploring polyamory with my boyfriend uh-huh. and shanika was also exploring polyamory with her boyfriend or on that. her Monogamishness. Rough, yeah. <laughs> what would you call it? Tell me. I want to know. It was just a rough patch. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, you were just seeing you 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 other people. <laughs> Fucking with other niggas. She was yeah. 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 But he knew though, so yeah. it was like yeah. ethical yeah. non-monogamy. Yeah. Right. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Non-monogamy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but AKA like, host. It, no. it was like a. It was, it's like an unrequited emotional affair. Okay. With a toxic person that lasted way but too long. But that's okay. You yeah, got right. to explore yourself sexually. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Good okay. things happen. We've all been there. Okay. We've <laughs> Ooh, been am there. I there now? No. I've been <laughs> with the, to- I, the toxic part. I don't know about the other words. The toxic part. Yes. Been there. Yeah. It just wasn't okay. good. Was yeah. It good? Um, yeah. So we were just bonding over our whole shit, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then one time over drinks or something like that, Shaniga was just talking about margaritas and how great they are. Yeah. And then she said somewhere between like the I third like and fourth margarita is when the inner hoe uprising occurs yeah. or something like that. I, and I was like, wow, that's great. And I went to sleep that night. And then I think the next morning I texted you like a podcast about sex, love, and dating called inner hoe uprising. And you were like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds more like your voice than hers. But. <laughs> I like how her voice is mad high, but whenever you imitate her, you go down. That's all of my impressions of everybody. Right. It's of so bad. That was your Trump impression, your Bernie impression. I love it. They're love always it. bad. No. Um, yeah, and then like the sex positivity-ness of it all and like the feminist aspects yeah. is just like mm-hmm. who we are. So yeah. we yeah. have to incorporate that, right. like the pro-blackness. That's cool. That's just us. Yeah, it's a like good way it. to live. I'm trying to live that way. It's the only mm, way yeah, for you to live right yeah, now. Yeah, otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? Self-hating hoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. self-hating hoes. Yeah. Don't want to be that kind I call them Me dumb either. bitches, but I, I can't use the term... <laughs> I can't use the term dumb bitches because everyone interprets that the as old way, way as, as yes. just women, yes. right? Yeah. But I really not. just mean like dumb bitches. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's non-gender, you know, exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You gotta be with the right crowd who yes. gets your language. Everyone gets it here. Yes. Yeah. So y'all mentioned polyamory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have questions. Wait, don't go there yet. What? Oh, what, do you have polyamory questions or yeah. something else? Okay, go there then. Because... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out for myself. Me too, mm-hmm. yo. Okay. And because I've never been monogamous, I'm just a horrible cheater person. Right? Oh, okay. Okay. But I know there's a huge difference between actually being polyamorous and actually just being a shitty che- cheater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I could just be a shitty cheater mm-hmm. and not actually a person who's polyamorous. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, can you explain to people, like, maybe what the difference is or, um, yeah, like, I guess- if there's a difference... 
If, yeah, totally. Okay, so well, yeah. I guess based on like that scenario, the difference is like like consent and communication. Mm-hmm. Like with like cheating is like when it's usually someone is not happy about the situation the other person is. Well, I was happy. I just well, yes, like, you were happy, but like if you were cheating on someone, it's just like there wasn't um, like consent there. I guess like that okay, person okay, okay, isn't okay. like okay, I'm down with the situation. Like with like polyamory, it's like you know you're polyamorous. The people you're with know you're polyamorous, and like they may they may choose to know about your other partners, or if you only have one other partner but it's like everybody knows and you you are in agreement about the the multiple relationships or like one other relationship you're in um and it can be it doesn't they don't have to all be sexual you could be in like just a like in love with like an emotionally in love with somebody and then like be a like a free i don't know roman dick cannon yeah roman dick works (laughs) but uh yeah so there's just various levels but it's ultimately everybody knows there's Mm -hmm. no deceit yeah and it's Everybody's generally should be happy with it. So you're just owning up to your shit. Mm-hmm. As a love style, you probably are polyamorous because you said you're happy in like a relationship with one mm-hmm. person, but you want to just roam around. The only reason yeah, why it wasn't dick, polyamory was because like your partners weren't consenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because you know they like to hold the vagina down. That mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> yeah, I must say. Right. Yeah. I'm having difficulty now because I feel like like what I want. I want to date. I don't know what I want. Some days I want to date. No, always I want to date multiple people and have sex with them and have positive, (laughs) healthy, like relationships or whatever. I don't need to go on a date all the time. I don't need. But if I'm having sex with you, I would like the occasional. Hey, you alive? Text. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that that kind of thing. I don't do well with. um, I could do a one night stand, I guess, with a stranger. But if I know you like fucking text me next week and make sure I'm like not dead or alive. Really? They always find me. Like, I don't want to look you. I found me on Twitter. Like, yes, I did not give you my number for a reason. That's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah. But <laughs> he was looking for you. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, I, I, I think that's like my dating style. Like, I like to be dating more than one person or whatever. And I find that men don't know how to do that don't know how to do that or don't want to do that or whatever like they feel like if i have as a woman if i have consented to having sex and what they deem in their head is um a quick amount of time or they think i should be waiting longer if i want to be treated a certain way or whatever i feel like there's a disconnect between um what i want which is to fuck mad bitches and to mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. get the occasional are you dead or alive kind of sex which to me is like friendship and respect um there's yeah. a disconnect between that and like the the spectrums of it like the being someone that you're in like a full relationship with that you're texting every fucking day and somebody that you just fucked in a bathroom and like never speak to again you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's like that middle ground that i find um i don't know i find tricky I yeah it seems like it takes <clears throat> like maturity mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i'm done clearing my throat um, <laughs> uh, like because you have to be able to communicate that like hey i just want to have this like physical thing but also mm-hmm. we can be friendly mm-hmm. and i feel like like a lot of it's because of patriarchy and sometimes yeah. men yeah. being right. feeling, feeling so like much. one yeah if you want to have sex immediately they're like oh you must be real loose and like i don't know where right. you've been and then that's mm-hmm. disrespectful yes and then there's also like if we are going to have sex then I own you and your vagina forever, yes. so you can't be seeing anybody. That's mm-hmm. the other side you know, to that. That's, is that I'll, yes. And for some yeah. reason, men just really think like our world revolves around them, and it's like it, it does exactly. not. It doesn't. I'll be. I'll like, go. I'll, I'll be dating someone, 
like I've met, let's say I meet somebody on Tinder and we're dating for a little while or whatever, and I can feel with certain people, they feel like if I have sex with them, that you're, even though we've never discussed this, mm-hmm. that you are the only person I'm sleeping with. No matter how often we speak or whatever, you just think that because we're dating now, seeing each other, even though we haven't had this conversation, you now expect that I am sexually exclusive to you. You know, or, regardless of what or, they're doing. Or when they yeah. think because their penis has been in your mouth that now you might want more. And it's like, no, no. I like sucking dick because I like sucking yeah. dick. Like, yes. that has, doesn't mean, like, yeah. sorry, it has nothing to do with you. Put that on a shirt for me. I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> Wait, write that down. What is that? I like t-shirt. sucking dick because I like sucking dick. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, has, it has nothing to do with you. It's like, not your mm-hmm. specific dick. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> no, no shade, but it could have been any dick. Like, it's, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and like I, I don't know. It's just that space is that's another space that's weird for me. As I, f- I feel like maybe I am polyamorous, but like I'm a grown ass woman, and I don't want to have to explain that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that piece of like I don't, I don't. And then mm-hmm. right, this I have some also confusion because right, I do want to fuck mad bitches. I do want the occasional like, are you dead or alive? Text or whatever. Um, but then also maybe one day I want to be in something that's, you know, that's serious. And it, I just feel like there are all these, um, uh, boxes that yeah. men put women in mm-hmm. that if you demonstrate any level of, um, pleasure or interest in yourself, then you're a certain kind of woman that's like, um, disposable well, or, yeah. you know. The same men who think we're wifeable because we can make a plate. So like. Oh my God. Yeah. Can I tell you what my brother said to me one time? My brother, I made this motherfucker a plate because I was somewhere and he wasn't there or whatever. Some family thing or whatever. You I made these that, plates. These fucking plates, yo. I'm not going to say plate I made anymore. this motherfucker a plate. I put it in the fridge. He gets the plate. He's like, oh, Jan, thanks so much for the plate. You're going to make a great wife someday. Oh that's my it? god! Because I made you. That's a plate? the requirement. Because I made you right. That's because you. So now you've known me my entire you understand life. Portion control. Because I understand portion control, <laughs> and I know that you're gonna want three pieces of chicken, piece of chicken, and like not a whole plate of rice, a little bit of rice, and you know this amount of meat. And now I'm gonna make somebody a good wife someday because I made you. You weren't fucking there. I would have made anyone a plate. You fucking dick. Okay, I'm not saying mm. plate anymore. All right, don't say plate. <laughs> I already said yeah, it. it's I triggering. Won't say that. That's I'm just sorry. That's one of many you. stories. Yeah. Yeah. I won't, I won't thank say you, plate. It's fucking annoying. Thank you. <laughs> it is. More. Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> I appreciate you. So, like, um. Still in the, the polyamory mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, We're all going to have sex, by the way, before we leave here. No, yeah. <laughs> TK was excited by that. Finally! People think it's like a free-for-all orgy. No, that's kind of like what I was going to say. Like, when you do say, because, okay, when I tell men, or when I'm, I don't tell men as much anymore that... Um, things go down with women with me because mm-hmm. they're automatically thinking, oh, the threesome. Yeah. We're going to get the three. And it's like, no, just because I've said I've had experience with women does not mean that I'm having a threesome with you, no. one. And two, that like I haven't even fucked you. Like I don't even know if I should bring another vagina to this because I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. vagina. Like, mm-hmm. just, just not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like when you say that that is how you go about relationships polyamory mm-hmm. like is there like a dun 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 like a 
some shit that happens or like from what i've experienced with guys on like dating apps and stuff like that oftentimes it's like oh so you're a freak then and like people like this one guy was like yeah i'm polyamorous too and then he started to send me like images of himself with two women at once no, which is wrong in the is. first place yeah, because like, did they consent to, to that yeah. no because they were his exes at the time mm. um but then it was just like he just opened up the conversation for yeah you know I'm gonna lick your pussy like this right not where the conversation was at at all Um, other people will like open the door to like fetish talk like this one person told me that it asked me if I was interested in being his human toilet. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck does that have? As when do? you like, I yeah. Know if I heard what? that story. Well, that's the human toilet guy that I always bring up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just hear human toilet. I just like saying specific. that word at this point. If you could be clearer about his intentions, um, he wanted me. No, to I know. I was. It's in the title. It's in his name. Crap in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say it. Um. So but yeah. Then, no, he's your human toilet though. Yeah, yeah I, I misraised that. Got I did misraise that. That's um, why we're all so confused. No, just, just you kidding. say human toilet and everything you said before and after is just gone. <laughs> so well, yeah, like, I told him I was polyamorous and that's what mm-hmm. he like opened up with oh me. Oh my God. So craziness. It's like a freak label. And then also some people just think it's polygamy. Mm-hmm. Which annoys which not, me because this is not, not what the word can you is. Please use your fucking Google. Yeah, exactly. Me. Like you're on the internet. <laughs> you have a phone. We're texting. Something's happening. Um, yeah, and they think I'm like down for like sister wife situations and stuff like that. A lot of people are very confused. Yeah, I think it seems similar. Oh. Get in here, okay, TK. I have a question, question. for the ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, women. There's no ladies here. Women's with a Y. Women. How they spell it funny on TV. <laughs> TV feminists spell it with a Y. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. What about, like, how do you bring it up? Because, like, you want to tell somebody, but you don't want to, like, tell them right off top, or do you want to tell them right off top, and you're just going to be like, all right, like, is this a thing that you're into, or nah? Mm -hmm. Like, when, or do you just do it right off top? Or Um, are you, like, is that generally part of your just identity, and people know, they're like, oh, TK, polygamy! Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just I need to know because navigating spaces. At, at first, I was very um, scared of letting people know. Well, my family doesn't know, but like in terms of people I was dating, I was scared to let them know. So I would like date people or like fuck them and then kind of bring it up. But now it's just like if I'm on a dating app, it's on my profile or whatever. And mm-hmm. at this point, if there's anybody who's like interested in me, who friends are gonna like refer me to or something like that, like everybody just knows it's like a fact that I'm polyamorous. Okay, that's yeah. Cool. I think that's okay for women because just entering situations with women, guys are just thinking, I want a nut. And then they like open up their mind later when they get to know what an awesome person Sam is. Um, But with guys, like my boyfriend, for example, it's harder and he'll do it like after the course of like several dates or something like that. Because when he lets that know, it's kind of just like closed door. So, Mm -hmm. Well, does he at least tell them that he has a girlfriend? Um, Not up front. How interesting. Yeah. It's after talking. Well, you know, like the the like the whole side chick thing is like that's usually the first thing women think when when a man has a girlfriend anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm okay with being with a man who's already with a woman, then I'm a less than woman type of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what some women are like thinking. So that's probably I guess it's not not trouble in knowing. Yeah. I I don't believe in side chicks though. So No, they don't exist. But I guess finding out that somebody has 
a girlfriend after I've already dated and or had sex with him. I guess it's not oh, bad. Oh, he doesn't wait till after he has sex with him. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. cool. But even if he did, I guess it's not bad if it is in fact true that him and his girlfriend have an understanding that they have an open kind of yeah, relationship yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah. Then it's not bad. It just bothers me. It's like, oh, you were being a liar and you were being a liar with me. That's not cool. Also not my problem, but that's not cool. You know? I feel like I it's similar that. to like, like if you are dating someone to get to know them, like it's like, I feel like it's depending on the context, depending on the context of like how you got to know each other. Like mm. you may have been like expecting, all right, we're definitely going to have sex and then we'll get to know each other. Right. But if you're starting with the get to know each other, I think it's okay to like take your time and reveal that because you're still not sure if you do want to have sex with them or get intimate yeah, right you know so, right. so yeah. it might not even be quite like relevant to the conversation because you might not even want to continue yeah, is, I'm, I'm probably at risk like, yeah. <laughs> yeah can exactly. you pass me the salt like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. pass salt. me four salts <laughs> so you made me want to ask like um someone asked you to be a asked to be your human toilet have you Everyone, I'm, I'll say mine too. Okay. But like, what crazy like sex things have you been asked to do, oh or been a part of, and you was like, "What the fuck is wrong with my life?" Because <laughs> sometimes shit just happens. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm gonna let our guests go first, and then I'll say mine. Oh, I don't know if I've ever asked. I don't know if I've ever done something that crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna think about it for a I little bit. I think human toilet. Oh. That even being a question, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, it was. but it was on Tinder. So right. I'm feeling. Right. Really, um, I'm a very vanilla person, so I haven't just. There's been some rope involved, you know, mm-hmm. um, tiniest bit of like role play, but nothing, um, nothing. Um, I wouldn't say crazy. I just say like, um, I don't know. I don't know what's like a nice positive way to say because crazy makes it seem like it's like a mm-hmm. like an intense thing, but mm-hmm. off beat, um, yes, off good. the beaten path. Right. It's very like a mother. That's different. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm I'm fairly vanilla. Mm-hmm. It'll change mm-hmm. one day, but mm-hmm. not okay. yet. Um, I was dating this older dude when I was like maybe like 23-ish and he had a foot fetish and mm. I was again 23-ish. I was like, why do you, why do you want my feet there? Like, Where mm-hmm. were they? On his balls. He liked you, oh, he liked you to rub his balls with his feet? With my feet. <laughs> my feet on his, on his really? scrotum. I was like, this is so You have large weird. feet. They're huge. They're huge. Wow. They're scrotum squalling feet. <laughs> <laughs> scrotum sack squalling feet what size are you uh i'm a 10 and a half 11 it depends okay. it depends it depends all right depends on the shoe if it's like a european <laughs> shoe then i'll have to wear the 11 <laughs> if it's like an american shoe i could probably get into like a 10 or whatever it depends um yeah that was really weird it was always feet stuff and it was always just weird it wasn't yeah. even like we've worked our way everything has been so sexy and now we're at the feet it's just mm. like please rub your feet on my balls kind of it was just really mm. bizarre how do you do that sexy like you like, don't do you that? don't when you just have a size again. 10 or 11 foot it's awkward because wherever your foot is I'm you gotta move to that huge out. ass foot from there <laughs> up to somebody's fucking scrotum sack okay <laughs> then you gotta put that huge foot back it's never sexy it's never happened sexy I wonder if that's even like a polite thing to do. Like if you know you have a specific fetish mm-hmm. that may or may not turn the other person on. Like I feel like it is polite to do like vanilla things first mm-hmm. because then you're the only person that might be enjoying something. Right. And then the other person is just like indulging. Right. So here's the other thing about that. I think I mentioned um, being younger and I was uh, I was a Janicia 23. I wasn't a Sam and Shanika uh, 23. Definitely oh. wasn't a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Definitely wasn't was a not. queen. 23. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
So I had not, I guess I'll say I had not had a wide uh, variety of sexual experiences. I had been sexually active, but I hadn't, it wasn't like I had been um, trying new things and exploring or whatever. Um, but the dynamics of that relationship, because he was in his 40s, were not so like, I feel like in a normal relationship, you kind of work your way up to that. Even in conversation, you kind of, you guys are talking about what you like. Yeah, exactly. You're exploring things mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that because I was this younger girl that he was dating or having sex with, there was less of that, um, uh, less of that work your way up to something. I More like- of that, oh, this is the young girl. I'm going to trust. And yeah, he's I also married. Yeah, I think that a lot of older mm-hmm. men, those the older men, they, I think that's another reason why they prefer younger girls because right. they, they can just like... They like, can try anything. Yeah, like you're... Interesting. They just... I know with my experience with older men, that's... I've never rubbed my feet on balls, but like... <laughs> Not good. <laughs> right. That's usually what I've done like the most like, oh shit, and it's a lot of, most of the time I realize, oh, I like this, but... I, that could be right like i feel like had he run into me five years later i still would have put my feet on his balls but, but i was like you're just gonna, I would, right or i would have made it made a joke it. about it which is what i like to do like so you're just gonna fucking ask me to put my feet on your balls with no warm-up no fucking yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying no to do that at the time i was just like okay i guess we'll do this <laughs> weird thing which is again why it's so important as women that we talk about like speaking up for yourself yeah and feeling comfortable i think there's a lot of women out here i mean I, I feel less now than before but it still makes me sad when i hear about women who are afraid to question things that's in the bedroom and outside the bedroom. Bedroom. Yeah. is it okay for me to do this mm-hmm. that or whatever yeah, i think it's like if you're scared to speak up about something or mm-hmm. like to make your boundaries clear because you're afraid that the person's going to stop liking you right. or something you probably don't want to be in that situation right. or that yeah. relationship because yeah. mm-hmm. if you think i mean it's either you have to say hey i want to be treated like this and if they fail to treat you a way you want to be treated mm-hmm. like leave mm-hmm. or if you, if they give off the vibe that they're not going to respect you then right. yeah, don't don't put yourself through the mm-hmm. the stress of potentially I don't know being upset yeah. for a long time yeah. mm-hmm. I was having need sex it. with this guy and he said um he asked me something if I like something he was like wait a minute you know what you're going to tell me cuz you always tell me when you you know if something you're very vocal or whatever but the way that he said it, it was like oh yeah you you'll tell me because yeah. you always have something to say yeah it was like <laughs> with the level of like maybe disgust is is harsh cuz he's he wasn't disgusted by it or by me but yeah it was like a little bit off putting like it was to like, him, like, like it I was, was so an, vocal. an annoyance yeah. like right like annoyance. dude you you're choking me and I can't breathe this is actually uncomfortable I'm going to say no choking so that I can continue to have fuck and have a good time yeah. you know what I'm saying unless you'd like this to be a rape of some kind yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah. like at which, which <laughs> also is like right this is this is a, another adult person someone close to my age so it's like are you having sex with other women my age who are afraid Not, to say something yeah. or who lets you choke them out and then afterwards they're like hey i don't really like it when you choke yeah, me yeah. No, i'm gonna fucking tell you now so we can continue to have hopefully great sex and this cannot be something that i'm not like super into get your finger out of my butt your dry fucking finger yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> dry ass right yeah, yeah moisturize <laughs> that's what i remember when i realized I, I was a teenager though, but that's when I realized that not all the girls who were having sex were actually looking at the penises. No, you gotta look at the. And penis. it was like, why aren't y'all looking at the penises? And it was like, well, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I was what like, was the well, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I do know. not understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lie, like I didn't really always look at penises either because I thought I guess because TV taught me you have sex in the dark mm-hmm. or something <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I remember I had sex with someone. And we didn't do oral or anything. And then afterwards, we were naked. We had, you know, music on or whatever. But we were laying in bed, and I realized he had this huge-ass, like, Audi mole on his penis. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
And it was just like strange as fuck. Or so, was it his twin? Right. <laughs> 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 so since twin. that day, I just always look at penises like I'm just like all in the penis <laughs> before like things. The but then when I remember saying that, like, yeah, I was right. looking at them, like, why are you looking at his penis? And then that's when the mm-hmm. first time it dawned on me that like one, not not everyone approaches sex the same way, mm-hmm. and not every um, woman or a girl, because we were teenagers, like understands the power that they have when they're in that bedroom too. Like they think yeah. it all belongs to the other person. I guess right. The notion that they are supposed to let some guy take them, or, or yeah. um, like it's for him to yeah. do what, whatever is in there that yeah. he's in control of this space and that they shouldn't yeah, question yeah, it yeah. or they should so, just go with the flow or whatever. Look at them penises, yo. Yeah. yeah. Gotta look you want to be penis, like... Or vaginas, man. whatever. Yeah. 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 Look, look at, at those Respect. You gotta look at everything, look at man. Anything could be going on under there. Anything. Somebody was telling me they got an STD. Younger, teenage person. It's one of those STDs that like you can see. I was like, you didn't oh, see that? Oh. You didn't see it? Oh, I know. I felt so sad, but that's why I like the lights on. It was curable, but still, it's like this is a lesson. Curable's good, yeah. yeah. Curable is good. Curable's good. Curable's great. Curable's good. Yeah. So there was that. Um. So how did you guys meet? I feel like I'm going backwards, but I want to know. Yeah. So uh, we both went to the same college. Uh, shout out to CUNY Hunter College. Woo woo. Uh, and then we met. Uh, uh, we went I'm to the Haitian drumming workshop. What did you say? I said I'm a CUNY person too, but not yeah. Hunter. Hey, um, yeah, so we took this Haitian drumming workshop and then we started just like vibing. We had like an inside joke, which was like, we'd say something and then if it was funny, we'd say like, blah, 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 a short film. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we did one day. It was like day. a year long running joke. <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, oh, why don't we just make a short film? So yeah. we made this like street harassment video. Oh, that's um, And then we started making stuff after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the story. Very cool. Yeah, How it. do you feel? So... We talked. This is probably the most we've talked. We've talked about sex on our show before. It was probably the most that we've talked about it because back in the day when Queen was fronting, she said she didn't want to talk about her personal life, and that was recently revealed to be untrue. But I always talk about my personal life. That's you why do, I, I say it like I don't have... want to talk about my personal life, and then I'm like, <laughs> but when we're I'm talking bed, about right, I always do it. I always. But you know that I'm naive. I front like I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm very naive, and you can, you can tell me. You could be like, no, this sweater is blue. I'd be like, listen, it looks red to me. You said it's blue. It's fine. <laughs> so when you told me. You didn't want to talk about your personal. Life. I was like, fine, we will sure. never do that. And yes, you do. You always okay. Yeah, cool. I always do. So I that's that's been I'm settled. A liar. So now you do right. right. <laughs> you, as you've established, you are a cheater and a liar. So there's that. Um, but I wanted to know, and I wonder sometimes if this is like if this is an age thing or if it's um, just like a personality thing. I noticed on your podcast, you guys are very forthcoming with your personal lives and your sexual lives and is are there things that you hold back or this is like a, i have like 400 questions about that but mm-hmm. i'll just ask them all at once and you say what you want are mm-hmm. there things that you hold back are there times when you get uncomfortable with sharing do you ever feel like you're oversharing? do you share for a reason do you think about it do you not think about it um, i think having like code names for people Okay. makes it makes you feel a little a little safe mm-hmm. just a little safe mm-hmm. uh the only time that i regret sharing I don't even know if I regret it. It's just the, the one person. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to share that? <laughs> no. Share it again on this other podcast. Can't, can't keep doing it And then we'll sample it and put it on another podcast. And then it'll be on TK show. It's, no. just, <laughs> it's just like, I guess if I'm sharing something and I know that someone is listening to it, then like I wish I'd held back a little bit okay. more. Um, but otherwise... I think it feels. I feel like when you're forthcoming, if you feel comfortable being forthcoming about something, it like helps a lot of people out. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like when like when someone just like um, 
it's like a weird example like oh i got this weird yellow mole on my arm and someone's like yeah i got that, <laughs> I got too. that too the same <laughs> thing it's like i'm going through this emotional issue when you go into details and someone can really be like yeah that's exactly what i'm feeling right because like you can only google like i don't know it's like hard to talk to people like it's hard to be vulnerable mm-hmm. or define vulnerability mm-hmm. like especially if you're like oh i'm feeling real insecure about this thing and like google has no real answers for right, you right, but right, finding right. that in other people has helped me mm-hmm. so like i don't mm-hmm. mind sharing like when i'm embarrassed ashamed mm-hmm. of something <laughs> very recently the most <laughs> shameful thing i've ever done i've shared but i like it and i think there's a lot there's like value in mm-hmm. in doing that okay. yeah okay. i i feel like being transparent is kind of like therapeutic for me mm-hmm. like talking to you and lucas and the rest of the world about mm-hmm. all the shit that's going on in my life is just like whew, load off my chest mm-hmm. um and then also i don't really know how we got into it but i felt like people really reacted well to the first couple of stories where like episode one two and three was like ho shit ho shit ho shit for me with like three different people and Mm -hmm. people like liked it so i was like this is people find this entertaining Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be like the president of the united states one day or anything like that so i don't think this is gonna like fuck me up incredibly um times where i do hold back or like edit things out is just when i feel like the person who i'm talking about will feel a certain way about it Mm -hmm. i don't want to like hurt feelings or anything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. or if i'm like not done resolving an issue in my head right i'll keep it to myself You were talking about something. It was a conversation. I remember it. I'm just not going to repeat it. It was mm-hmm. a conversation about masturbation you were having. And I was in, in my bath, just do- in my house alone. It was just me and Henny hanging out. I was looking around like, does she know that it's recording? <laughs> does she know who she's talking to? Does she know what's going on? But I felt like I felt like my grandmother. I was like, oh my God. She knows <laughs> so and we show up here. My dad can't listen to our podcast or whatever because... I curse and women are not supposed to do anything. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. So he hates it. Um, so anyway, yes. When I was having that reaction to your podcast, I, I felt like a very old. That's probably person. my. That's probably why I lie and say I don't talk about my personal life is because the only person who I actually care about hearing these things is my mom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so that's. I think that's why I say that. Right. But then like. My mom says the things I say. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is the same way, so I don't okay. know why, you know, I would feel that way, but mm-hmm. my mom's mouth is just as mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> so it makes no sense. And then, like, my mom is very good at letting me know that, like, she probably listens to the podcast every two weeks. She won't tell me because she wants me to be free in that space. Mm-hmm. But oh, then, like, nice. I know when, like, I'll, she'll say something that I know was on the show, but uh. it's just in passing. So I think she does that on purpose because she wants me to, like, okay. but she won't be like, hey, I listen. Because she knows I'm going to be like, shit. And that's really like, sweet. You know, yeah. like, whatever. That's really, that's really sweet. sweet. Yeah, no. But mom, I think that's why I make up that lie. Mm-hmm. But it's not true. My mom totally actually like. listened, asked me today like, where she could find this podcast. And I was like, I'll, oh, I'll tell you no. later. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I never will <laughs> not so until funny. they like understand Does she listen to yours no they oh, don't okay. know I don't know if my parents really know what a podcast okay. is exactly not right, that they're, they're right, not behind right, the right, times right. like they're just not right. podcast people are mm-hmm. really te- they watch the news mm-hmm. and, yeah um and then but, like people at my like my church like um which is my pastor's <laughs> wife mm-hmm. was just like when you say your church this is a place you continue to go to no I, okay. i'm not I don't no go judgment anymore. no no, no yeah, i don't space, i don't I go anymore curious. i consider myself an atheist now okay. mm-hmm. but you know this is my church <gasps> family no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and they're, they're like very awesome progressive like dope people mm-hmm. who are like um like when christianity look real rough to me i was mm-hmm. like oh wait it's not all bad because i came from such like right. a, a strong like humanitarian place mm-hmm. but like that like uh, the pastor's wife who's awesome which is like um I've heard your podcast and i really think you're a, a good Aww, role model for my daughter that's so oh, nice. yeah yeah so it's like awesome that's really awesome good. people there that's cool 
sounds great. I, I find comfort in knowing that my dad does not listen because he thinks it's vile. So I found some comfort in that. <laughs> and then my mom, I used to feel bad about the cursing. Um, but I found that even though she says, I wish you wouldn't curse or if I say something, she'll go, Janicia. But it's not... It's it's like she says it because I think she feels like she has to like reprimand me for cursing. Mm-hmm. But I think she's also enjoying that we are having free conversations about mm-hmm. things that her and other women didn't have conversations about, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and my mom is not, you know, that old or whatever. But even then, whenever she was growing up, yeah. like, you know, so... Um, so I enjoy it. I feel like she gets something out of it, which is nice. It makes me feel good. That, that made me think of a point that um, actually... That idea or realization I came to when I was reading uh, Shonda Rhimes' most recent book, Year of mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like the idea that she was saying like her as a mother, like on, like, on cards and stuff, it's like the, the pride and joy of women or is whatever. It's like suffering in silence. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like um you know, we know you work hard and we don't tell you enough or like we, you don't acknowledge it enough. Like women aren't, like we're supposed to be proud that we suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. like like what womanhood is, is suffering. Right, right, right. So like the oh idea God, that we can yeah, just yeah. like complain and right. be angry or be happy like and not be considered crazy like it's reasonable and yeah. right and just that's, great yeah it's, that's what i think she awesome. finds right what she finds joy in is like oh wow these women are doing mm-hmm. this thing that i think is important even though i wish maybe she wouldn't curse or whatever so i'm gonna say that kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. but i really am invested in the fact that these women get to yeah like, do that's kind of like yeah. that hashtag that is recently had on um twitter the um loud black girl mm-hmm. um, I missed it. um basically talking about being a loud black girl and like how the world tries to silence us or mm-hmm. um how we when we use our voices regardless of whatever octave it's in is just too loud because you're black mm-hmm. yeah and, you know, like and you know that type of space and I've always been a loud black girl. I come from a long line of loud black girls who are just like, too loud. Y'all too loud. Why people here? You're too loud. And it's just like, so I like that we, I've always kind of been in that space in my head, but it's always great to meet other black women who are just like in that space and just like, I'm loud and I'm black Mm -hmm. and whatever you know what I'm saying? and it's fine because yeah. white people are loud all the oh, time, the so loud. All the time. <laughs> they're loud they're loud me and tk went for mexican the other day so loud and i was like maybe it's the echo and they're like no everyone is loud yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but because i'm brown i'm louder like you know like all right. of that yeah there's a girl totally. in my office who i have to every time i walk past her i have to say they can hear you she's on the phone talking incredibly loud it's crazy white girl crazy yeah everyone's loud yeah, <laughs> seriously. Okay. but like um one thing i noticed about your show is that you talk about the great things in sex mm-hmm. and the the positive way of what you know sex and stuff but then you also talk about um you know, rape or like molestation, mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. horrible side to um, what the horrible things that people can do within sex. Mm-hmm. And somehow y'all find humor in between, <laughs> not in the acts, not in the things, yeah. but it's like, how do y'all navigate that space? Because for me, it's like, mm, like, it's like, mm. I feel like generally, <laughs> generally, we're just silly ass, goofy yeah. ass people. Oh, like, yeah. But then also, it's just important to find humor in it because it's like so, such heavy topics that mm-hmm. we don't want people to be like bored or just like sad and turn the shit off. So it's like we have to kind of make yeah. it funny to an extent. And then also, we never like punch down. Like, we're never like, huh, you got raped or anything like that. Oh, like, wow. we're gonna talk about Brock Turner and how he's ugly and a shitty human being and things like that and we'll call him, like, lame or whatever. Yeah, because he was the rapist. Exactly. Yeah, 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 he deserves exactly. our verbal abuse. And, yeah. like, hopefully that uplifts people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, because we're not, you know, we're not a news network. We don't have yeah. to censor ourselves in yeah. any way because... 
it's our podcast like often i feel like if we think something is funny in an appropriate situation where usually you'd be like oh probably shouldn't say that don't want to hurt anybody Mm -hmm. we can just Go for Do it. Do it, yeah. And then if okay. it's too far, I just edit that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened yeah, sometimes. Yeah, so. I would love to hear that. No, we've had that. Remember. It's always hilarious to me. It doesn't... I, I know that it's made you feel uncomfortable at times, but I always... I was like, that's the exact same joke that I would make or was thinking <laughs> about this conversation about rape or whatever. Because I, I do never feel like you're making a joke about... Yeah, I never feel like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like a but play on words or some shit that makes sense at the time mm-hmm. and it is fucking hilarious. But No, yeah. but I get that because I remember it was one episode where we were talking talking about um i can't remember his name now but the one who later committed suicide because he was on rikers for like three years okay. oh, Khalif so, yes, thank you and right after <laughs> jay is like convict music and i'm like no oh what are you doing yeah, what to the be fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Was she something. was like locked up, won't let me. Oh, oh no. No. I'm so glad that we edited it out so that we could tell that story here, <laughs> yeah. here live on the show. Right after oh, she did it, she was like, "No, edit it, edit, edit it." Because like, sometimes something it feels natural and it feels funny in that yeah. moment, and you're like, "Wow, that's terrible. It made no sense. Yeah. It made no but sense." But you know you care, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, I think people get that we generally yes. are humanitarian people so yeah. even if you do say something that goes too far everyone's like capable of saying something stupid mm-hmm. yeah i said some racist i said shit i'm very ashamed of <laughs> it, it has gotten bad. we all yeah. have there's a room of shame but, <laughs> room of yeah. but it's just like i know i care and i mean no and i apologize when when i need to you know yeah. yeah i try not to get there but i apologize if i do say something shitty mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. just true. that's cool i always find it hilarious <laughs> <laughs> unapologetic tk chimed in not me nigga <laughs> that was that was nigga with an arm <laughs> i just i'm like a fucking bus <laughs> but your your show is more frequent so you have a quick turnaround so you yes. could always if you felt the need to you were like yeah people got upset i don't care you could yeah. always you always address it in I'll a day like, or two oh, Y'all ain't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Then. That's it. And then moving on. Exactly. Bury myself into it. Right, right. You do, you do. You, but you bury yourself and then you rise out like the phoenix. Yo. That's it. I'm it's like good. more important shit it's on the docket. It's true. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's cool. Well, thank you guys for coming and talking shit with us. We're not done. We're gonna We're hold not... you hostage here to talk more shit. Yes, please. Thanks for telling us more about you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's jump into news that's not news. News that's not. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. So um, today's news that's not news story is about um, Ramsey Arthur. Order, uh huh. Yep. Order, who um, he was the man who recorded Eric Garner get murdered mm-hmm. by 
I wish I knew the police officer's name. Daniel Pantaleo. I, I make I try to make a point to remember the right. murderer's name. Right, but, right, right. Know. And that was that right, was the right. officer that did the chokehold, but <laughs> yes. there was also an officer that was sitting on Eric. There were also officers <laughs> yeah, was, that watched it happen. It was a, it was a, it was a, so I wish we had all the CPR. Yeah. There was you know? like a murderous clan. Right. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. The murder yeah. crew. Yeah. 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 The yes. So he was the man who recorded the video. He's mm-hmm. why we know the story. And um, he recently uh, made a plea deal to do four years on unrelated gun and drug charges. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm making this story is because since he recorded this video, they have been arresting him for anything, harassing him for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he has been a target mm-hmm. by the NYPD since the um, the um, video was released mm-hmm. to the public. And it's I just think it's crazy. Yeah, And, and it's... Horrible because it shows how fucked up the policing system is that you do the right thing and because you go against the the blue gang, because they're a gang at this point, you go mm-hmm. against that and we'll fuck with your life and we'll make it so now you have to go to jail for four years. Like when he's, he's on Rikers now, but he's reported like finding rat poison in his food and like yeah. all of the stuff. Yeah. Oh and it's just God. like. Yeah. And that's not like unbelievable for Rikers. That's the same prison where they let somebody bake to death. Several yeah. people bake to death yes. in the fucking jail cells. That's the same prison where they say that they've had young men um, fighting like in yeah, like, like gladiator fuck? style. Yes, yes, yes like yes. gladiator battles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same place where Khalif um, Broda was mm-hmm. yep. held for an in um solitary confinement for like all the time he was there. So mm-hmm. like, there's lots of le- not, not legislation, but there's lots of people who want to get right because this island shut down anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's like another story. Yeah. But um, what also wanted me to make this a story was I recently started, I know it's been on Netflix for a while, but that documentary Making of a Murderer, mm-hmm. I started watching it yesterday when I was, um, you know, you know, hair day, when you wash your hair, it's like a project. Mm-hmm. So I always have to have, that's when I binge things when I'm doing my hair. So I'm like detangling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching that and I'm just watching how they made this man a murderer, a simple, well, he, they already made him a rapist the first time. He proved he wasn't a rapist. He mm-hmm. gets out of jail. He decides to sue the um, police department. And now they're like, we really got to get rid of him. So they like make him a murderer so that he can't, you know, so he doesn't take down the, you know, the police system or whatever like that. And it's just, I used to say that I was anti-police brutality. Brutality. Well, I was always anti-police. Then I was like, I got older and it was like, I'm anti-police brutality. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm anti-police again because the, the, the whole organization, not even just police because the police are kind of like the salesperson of the mm-hmm. system anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, they're just the face that we have the most contact with. But like, everything is just fucking shitty. Like, <laughs> just like fire them all and we like st- like it's just it's just it's not work- well the system is working the way it's supposed to work mm-hmm. but fuck that system like it's just it's yeah. just ridiculous hey. that you can do that i love that you say that because i feel like all the like all the memes that are popping up like you know just because i'm anti-police brutality doesn't mean i'm against police mm-hmm. i think i think you know what i'm against police brutality yeah, and i'm against I'm the, the fucking police yeah because if they're gonna be shitty and not do anything to serve and protect gen like the p- general people yeah like, not that they're specific I don't know the white people who they think deserve care. Then yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I'm against them. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm so glad you're saying that. Yeah, because they, 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 the um, mainstream brainwashing of us. Because we, we all, we all fall victim to that. Was was making me feel as if because I was anti-police that 
I was horrible. You know what I'm no. saying? And it's <laughs> like, no, I'm fucking not. Like, that's the face of that. That's the reason why we're having this conversation. They're the reason why um, a lot of events are playing the way they're playing. That's the reason why. And if um, I'm anti that, then I'm just anti that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a villain because I don't right. like, right. you know, I don't like that. I don't like, um, if I didn't, if I didn't like baristas, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who doesn't like, what kind of animal doesn't like yeah. baristas? <laughs> like, if I didn't like baristas, but um, it's like they wouldn't say like, oh no, it's not the barista. It's it's just the whipped cream. You know, like the mm-hmm, like why mm-hmm. make these other things? No, right. that is the police system. It's a system right. that mm-hmm. only protects itself, only protects the wealthy, or only protects the people with the property that you think should be protected. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. I don't like. Uh, I don't fuck with y'all. For mm-hmm. me, for yeah. me, I think it's important to uh, remind everybody that it is like what you said, like the system. Um, it is a white supremacist system. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Law mm-hmm. enforcement, the way it was set up, the way that it continues to set up and be managed and manage itself, um, the way that the government supports it, the way that nobody speaks out against it or whatever, it is a white supremacist system. And though I feel like um, it is okay to say that you're anti-police, I feel like there are a lot of times, which I think is it, it intentionally distracts from the conversation of police brutality, there are a lot of times when people get that confused with you don't like Officer Johnson because Officer Johnson is a cop. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what what I think that I'm understanding is that you don't necessarily have a problem with Officer Johnson. You just don't like fucking police. You don't like the yeah, system. Yeah, that's but that's yeah. but that's I feel in a common sense world would make sense. If I say I don't like baristas, that doesn't mean I don't like. But Janet, you're black, and so you're not afforded or allowed. Yeah, I know that, but that's for me. But so I like assume, I'm, which right, I get. Right, right, but for right. me, I feel like I'm queen. I have these platforms and I'm going to just, I'm going to say what I want and I'm not going to like try to change my language to make you feel, you know, everyone who Mm -hmm. listens to this show knows I don't give a fuck about white comfort or police comfort or, you know, whatever. If it makes Mm -hmm. you uncomfortable, good. Latinos. Mm -hmm. Because you need to hear that. Like, you you know, like, and if, and if, if you can't get past that, that's kind of your issue. Like, Mm -hmm. that's your issue. That's not mine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. No, that's true. Go ahead. So the only time I've ever felt like fear out of like saying something like I don't like police mm-hmm. is that like I feel like if I ever get arrested for something one day that involves a police officer, they're gonna pull up the podcast. You know how people just look yeah, into every yeah, single thing. Yeah. Like I know that like 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 being liberated, being free does come with a cost. Yeah. It you does, know, so if yeah. I do say I don't like police and then like someone hears it and they wanna play mm-hmm. it back, like, see, she's a part of that Black Lives Matter crew. She oh, was, they're gonna you know, drag like, what, us. Like, no God wherever yeah. I, any one of us in this room are ever taken, yeah. we will be dragged for filth. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody's yeah. gonna take us out when we get out. I thought of that when yeah. I was watching Makeup um, a Murderer. I was like, someone's gonna frame me. Yep. Because yeah. I have yeah. I be talking shit. Mm-hmm. Last, yeah, like, last week's episode, um, Wokos, we were talking about about just how a violent uprising needs to occur in yeah. order to dismantle I've, I've, the state I've said that, that was too. heavily edited because I was like, I don't want Shanika to <laughs> <Shame>. right. <laughs> I will just say it was rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I feel like like for like police are they're killing people. People are dying. Mm-hmm. You know, people are thinking like, oh, we have to our resistance has to be peaceful. Like we're at war. Not yeah, possible. we're at, at war with people on the street. Yeah. It's not like no one is dying. We're suddenly injecting violence into some sort of like simple, easy mm-hmm. to solve situation. Mm-hmm. It's like if we continue to be peaceful, not saying that we should be <laughs> violent suddenly, mm-hmm. people are still gonna keep dying. Mm-hmm. So we're oh, well, like that's my fighting. thing too. That's my rebuttal to people say they're gonna start a race.
race war. There's already a race war. Exactly. I have been losing since yeah. I came mm-hmm. out my mother's vagina. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's, there's already been a race war. Nothing mm-hmm. is starting it. Nothing is igniting it. You have just, as a, a comfortable white person maybe, have been on the winning side for a very long time that <laughs> now you might feel like a war is beginning. Yeah. And it's like, nah. It's no, it wasn't a war. It was war. a genocide. It still is yeah. a genocide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. A good basically. Way. Yeah. When people start yeah. dying, it's a war. <laughs> it makes you think of like a... Louis C.K. is a favorite comedian of mine. He brought up this point about like some the fact that some people get to choose when to tell their kids that violence exists or that war exists. And it's yeah. like, you know, when do I tell my kid that like a massive amount of people are dying versus you mm-hmm. grow up in a place where like drones are flying overhead. Like kids will know when war is there because they're born into it and some yeah, yeah, are yeah. told. Yeah. And it's just because you have your comfortable little perspective like, oh, everything is safe and fine and black people seem to just be rowdy and like just can't yeah. calm down and shut the fuck Gosh. up. Mm-hmm. We gave you your freedom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're free. Well, you you what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> if I have to hear another black person say some shit like that, to me, oh, those are hard conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I just opted out on one this morning. I woke up and I was scrolling through Facebook, and somebody, of course, hit, hit us with the "All Lives Matter." Um, a black person from high school. And I was like, do I, do I have time for this this morning? I found never <laughs> to explain that again. At this point, yeah, if you I feel don't. all lives matter, you're just racist and you don't care yeah. about my life. Delete, and block, fuck you. delete, yeah, like, block, yeah, yeah, even unfriend. Yeah. Well, what this means is I'm not explaining Wait. the semantics of the words. Mm-hmm. Like, none of that. Here's what's like, funny. Mm-hmm. Here, this is actually funny because she's stupid. So, <laughs> you know how people are doing that thing at Starbucks? Like, like, like um, oh, during the holidays, I went in and I was like, they're like, oh, what's your name? I said I was Kwanzaa. And so they Kwanzaa? You know, they have to call your name. Mm-hmm. whatever right so people have been doing that with, with black, black lives, lives matter, matter of course yeah. this whole walks in and she's like uh all lives matter black lady yeah yeah she's uh, like and, and then she announced it on facebook like hey everyone's been doing this you know so i did it too i think it's really great and cool I saw a man with an All Lives Matter t-shirt on a Fulton Street train station and I wanted oh, to my God. that man. I wanted to push oh, him in the tracks. Goodness. Wait, was he wearing a fitted cap? Yeah. I think oh, that, that there's an image of two black men wearing All Lives Matter shirts with like fitted caps on and it's trending right now. Oh, it might have been I, the same man. I wanted it looked like it was tracks. <laughs> but it was like then you're gonna this. be in prison but this. it was like i wanted to push him in front of a tray because like what yeah it's like how is it affecting you like you could just shut up like shut you the can't fuck up shut up when white people are being offended you have you to have stand to up make for them. Yeah. they you need to, to be protected you have you to have make to them make feel them good mm-hmm. you have to make and them feel good when yo. you say white people and you, you, when you say white people, all of a sudden you're being offensive. Yes. And it's like, no, yes. that's not what white people means. I'm just referring to a group of people. Yeah, exactly. I'm just referring. I'm just saying yeah. to yeah. I'm talking about you. Yeah. It I listened like... to a show with two black men sat and, talk, and, and talked like like... To the to the untrained eye, you would think that these were like pro black, progressive black no. dudes. Not the case, man. Not the case. They spent two hours defending and loving white folks. Like we're not talking yes. about you. And we want you to make you know. Are we talking? We have to, to make show, sure we're being inclusive. Like no, you yeah. heard that. You make them to be. It. I did. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. um, see, I didn't even really know. Mm-hmm. But like. Yeah. You know, you're here. You can be like, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't feel the need to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like mm-hmm. I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But back to, um, <laughs> what, what were we even talking about? Ramsey, Ramsey Order. Order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that there's a GoFundMe for him? Yeah. So my friend, um, oh. Dwayne David Paul, or David Dwayne Paul, I don't know what to pick it up. Uh, Dwayne David Paul, that's at Dwayne David Paul. Um, I, be- I don't know if he started the hashtag support Ramsey. Support, yeah, support Ramsey. 
Um, but we're going to include, there's a GoFundMe link that's happening to support uh, Ramsey Order's family and kind of support. He's going to be in prison for four years, right? So that's four years. I need years. to know who the fuck is his lawyer. This has been, he's been under attack like I know for the that. past two years. I know yo. that. I'm yeah. just saying like we should have been funding him better representation because maybe yeah. he wouldn't right. have had to do this plea. You know, like right. there's just other things that I'm thinking about right, right now in the moment right. because... Right. Like, if you have enough money, you, you could be free. Like, well, mm-hmm. OJ's not free no more. But you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the mm-hmm. the system is kind of kind of for mm-hmm. the rich. So, mm-hmm. like, if it, we, like, yeah. funded him a lawyer, you know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. it's, just, it's just upsetting. Yeah. There's, um, there's a thread that we'll retweet that uh, <clears throat> my friend kind of explains this whole process of, like, what his experience has been and what his experience will be like in prison for the next four years. Um Anyway, but yeah, we'll share the link to the GoFundMe in the notes. Because again, oh, what I was saying Because even in prison, is, he's a target. Right. So in yeah. prison, he'll be a target. Like like his he was someone attempted yeah, to yeah. poison him with yeah. poison or whatever. Um, that's four years without income that he was like before he was with his family. Yeah. And now his family is going to have to like fend for themselves. Where he will be staying once he leaves Rikers is a two-hour commute away from where his family current, currently lives, right? So that's two hours there. That's two hours back. That's possibly having to take off from work a day to visit him there. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of dynamics that people don't think about. They have um, to pay for that bus to see him. Like, Yeah, like, yeah. they have to pay. We have to pay to make sure that he is, or they have to pay to make sure that he his, has money in his commissary, that he has anything. Yeah. Anything that he needs is going to require money. Um, so there's going to go fund me for that. And um, we'll post the link, and you know people can donate to that. So yeah, thank you, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. And um, now let's get into the the pit. The pit. Can I just say? Can I have a brief moment of black hair, real quick? Okay. That same girl, that same woman at work who continues to harass me. Who I don't looks like, like that Tina, bitch. Who you need to like invite me woman. somewhere. And I'll set it off on her. And she, <laughs> she don't even know. She came, <laughs> she came to my desk to ask me some shit, and then she was like, "Oh, your hair just looks like a ball of yarn. It just looks like how about how about how about you walk away from my desk? How about you, how about you walk away from me? Okay. Yeah, it's like and it's like one of those things. Like I I I I know that she doesn't mean the level of harm that like is happening right now, but she also thinks that what she's saying to me that I'm just taking it as harmless. I see what's happening here and you need to stop it. She looks like Tina from fucking um, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> she does? Like, yes. She's high fashion about it though. But still. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that was just a brief moment. of she. You can't be talking about people's hair and you look like Tina. You can't. She really looked like her that day though. <laughs> you like, good? Girl, I would have been like, okay, okay, you okay you Tina, get out of here. Okay, yeah, Tina. that's her thing. No, because I know. Instead of bye, Felicia, like bye, Tina. She, I, you know, I'm a nice person. That would like crush her. That's why I said, mm. she's, she's that so kind weird, of person. She's dead. <laughs> yeah, you could say almost anything to me. That would crush her. I'm not, I'm not a soul crusher like that. Just but saying. anyway, FDB, um, the pit. Everybody, okay. strap in. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So the pit. You had a pit. I don't have a pit. Oh, I did, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the fucking pit, yo. The pit. So uh, we saw a spike in police killings for just for that like one day and a spike in the ones that we knew that about. we know of right 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 because several things have happened since then or mm-hmm. whatever um 
And so people were marching again. People who had never marched before were marching. People who had never talked about police brutality on their social media before were talking about it or whatever. And then you had people who had maybe been talking about it or just general haters or whatever who felt the need to dedicate pages worth of posts and tweets to how and why people should not be marching and marching doesn't work anymore and what we need to do is some other shit that I don't really have a plan for and I'm not making a plan <laughs> yeah, for but I just want to say no that fuck all, this, all of y'all stupid people marching is stupid and blah 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 like when I don't you, for anyone who has ever been to a march before lots of different things happen at yes. marches lots of things happen people are out there meeting new people yeah. mm-hmm. people strangers are hugging each other people are out there crying and Jay's on a date themselves. Jay went on a date to a march I've been on dates at marches Jay's on a date that's funny you guys talking about yeah, that yeah I thought of you I thought of you I was like I thought of you I thought of that person but then it is a good it is a good marker for like knowing like who fucks with what you fuck with and who doesn't it's like listen this is i can't help it. We i thought it was date, strange but I can't too help this march is happening today i'm going are you coming with and he's like no <laughs> he came with me for a little bit of it though it was, it was all right but he did feel like i was like judging him for not wanting to come to the whole thing but i'm mm-hmm. excessive anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> um but yeah there are lots of different things happening at these marches people are networking all kind of shit happens people are organizing for the next thing that they're yeah, going to do exactly. or whatever there are levels to this shit mm-hmm. and even though I am personally, I think, done with marching yeah, throughout I the feel city like for I miles am. and shit like that yeah. or whatever, I'm not going to talk about anyone else's desire to march or express themselves in that way or um, non-violently protest in that way or whatever because different people get different things out of that. Yeah, thing. like and I've been hearing, some people get a lot of emotional release. Right. Like yeah. I, I've had emotional release. Right while marching mm-hmm. like i'm not a i'm not a crier mm-hmm. but it made me feel good to be outside and be like right. about something yeah. right. you know, and not just like in my house and be with other people growling at right. people yeah other people mm-hmm. who are feeling how you're feeling yeah exactly feeling. especially yeah. if you're at work and people are like shitting all over the marches it's like you know i'm gonna go mm-hmm. be there yeah, yeah. Be in it. yeah. yeah. and then yeah, i'll be yeah, like well yeah. fuck you i had a great time or, and yeah. then like marches for me i'm done physically marching because I feel like everyone is aware of this problem because protests and mm-hmm. stuff bring awareness. Sometimes mm-hmm. you you learn that an uh, issue is happening because you see a protest. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I know. You know, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one time we were protesting. I think it was Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't that one. It doesn't matter. We do lots, but was that some? We was at one, mm-hmm. and it was this man who was from um, Palestine mm-hmm. who just like stopped me and was like, "Why are you marching?" Why? Right. So then me and Jay explained what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, that's my so answer. Yeah. And, so <laughs> and me and Jay explained, and he was like, oh, Hands up! Don't say that! I love that. I love that. It's people that. who this was their first time marching. Yeah. It's people who, yeah, are looking at you while you're marching. There, even though you would think that by now people know this is happening, by the number, the sheer number of people who I'm I'm seeing just mention anything about mm-hmm. this now, for a lot of people, it hasn't resonated with them mm-hmm. until now. For yeah, a lot of yeah, folks, yeah. it's like, oh wow, not only has this been happening for the past decade. But again, today, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like today is enough. You know what I'm saying? So everyone, I've heard other people on different podcasts now talking about marches. Who motherfuckers? I invited you yes. to a march before, yeah. my nigga. Oh, she did, Shady. She did. Hey, this podcast. 
podcast that I listen to all the time that features mad black people. Me and so and so are about to go march. If y'all want to well, come, come out, come no pressure. Nothing. Just a heads up. Nah, nothing. not only am I not Ooh, going, but she's I don't really fuck with this kind of. And now you're spending <laughs> 20 minutes dedicated to how you went to a march and shit. All right, that's cool. That's cool. No big, fine. Deal. no big deal. I'm glad you're there. It's fine. But that's the thing. It's like for some people. They're just starting to open their eyes to this. And yeah. now maybe you'll march for a few times and get tired of it mm-hmm. and do something different or whatever. Like the the people who I'm throwing in the pit, people who feel the need to dedicate time to talking about why other people should not be active in the way that they're being active, especially if these we're talking about nonviolent protesters. You know what I'm saying? And a, and a part of this is for people who haven't been paying any attention. It's important to see that the way the way that law enforcement is handling those who are protesting now. Yeah. It's yeah. important that we have that image of the black woman in a sundress standing yeah. there, minding her fucking business, protesting maybe perhaps that this is the nature of, Can you know, non Can we that a sundress? It's not a sundress. That's a maxi dress. It just got dress. in my head. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. It's a maxi dress. I know you're very <laughs> detail oriented with stuff We like just that. used to work retail. We know We did. You're work. absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> maxi dress with a cinch waist. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that picture has gone viral. And, you know, while you and I have seen stuff like that before, it's touching people who were not touched before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, it yeah. is important that that stuff be seen. And it does mean something to some people, it even does. if it means nothing to you, you know. Um, so fuck all and those people. Fuck them also Go because ahead. they never have a, an alternative. Never! Oh, exactly. And never. if they do, they're, they're, it's, it's like, like, oh, so, well, somebody should organize this. And they never and organize And they don't do nothing. it. Yeah. They don't attach a motherfucking oh, we, link. We need to go to war! Okay, yes. so let's do this. Yes. Oh, well, you see, because my whoa, son. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> I got kids. I got kids. Somebody yeah, right. said this to us. Yeah. Right. I would I would like, like yo, you just suggested that we go on a war, yo. Yeah. And I said what time? And you said, Oh, I got a <laughs> That's why my dad called me. I was like, hey, so <laughs> All right. I also feel like those people who will like say they'll be upset about people protesting, mm. I feel like it's it's kind of classist and it assumes that everyone can access our yes. political system. Like if you yeah. look at like the primary, some people like if you don't have like IDs and usually people who are like poor usually mm-hmm. the poor black poor mm-hmm. people of color yeah. can't actually engage in our system so it's like okay so if the alternative to marching is like go vote for somebody it's like well mm-hmm. what if all the candidates are shitty right. which yeah. a lot of them are yeah. what if i can't even fucking vote yeah, because i've been I'm, barred I'm, from yeah, it or yeah. I'm, I'm not a citizen or like yeah all these different mm-hmm. things i kind of feel that way about like boycotts mm-hmm. um a lot of boycotts imply i think they're unintentionally classes sometimes but they they imply that you can just all of a sudden just live without something like how do you mm-hmm. know that a person can do that how do you know that i'm like able-bodied or how mm-hmm. do you know that i cannot go to target now to f- fulfill my subscription mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever prescription mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. how do you know like you i don't think they take heed to those things when it comes to like just all of a sudden like i live in new york so i cannot go to that store and have the option of go to another store like but what if i live in minnesota somewhere mm-hmm. and it's just a walmart, a walmart and that's it right. like, yeah, how do i prepare it. to divest i mean to you know it's like mm-hmm. how do i do that mm-hmm. so yeah. like i don't think people think about that either when yeah. it comes to like and if you're not doing it now you're not down for the cause and you're the pro you know, like, the other ones like <laughs> yeah. tell motherfuckers that they're not down for the cause or whatever the, like say something say something of substance say you know when you do this 
then this happens or when you do this, this is the result. Don't tell somebody they're not down for the cause as some sort of blanket statement that y'all y'all are doing it wrong or y'all are not doing black right or y'all are not doing protest right or whatever. Say what is the alternative to this and let's have like some sort of dialogue yeah. and create yeah. real solutions or some shit. And I think what you said this a while ago is like um organizing is it's like hard, like people like you have to like do some research into different ways that protests and organizing mm. happens. Yeah. Cause like the way I think like life works now, we're all dependent on like like the healthcare and like you should be like you need money you need food you have mm -hmm. to work and it makes it difficult for the average person to suddenly become this superhero putting in like 80 mm -hmm. hours a week trying to like get your community together yeah, yeah like exactly. it's hard to organize mm -hmm. exactly. and we're not supposed to like the, the idea like there's this war on unions wars mm -hmm. on groups to protect people if they need to take time off of work to go engage civically or to mm -hmm. go live a fucking great awesome life yeah so just to be like oh you're marching you're not doing something constructive it's like all right well you know what you start putting time and effort like put put give it five years mm -hmm. get your organization together and then come back to me yep. yeah. and then i will be ready to engage in your mm -hmm. thought and your critique but yeah, for right yeah. now you're not doing anything mm -hmm. <laughs> just doing nothing most mm -hmm. people aren't doing yep. anything Can I throw someone I'm, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm throwing in the doctor that um he treated all the the dallas um police victims mm -hmm. but not because of that that's a good thing he did Great. his job yeah, yeah. kudos right mm -hmm. no they trotted him out and have him had him speak like he did some sort um, of like he did some, I don't know what happened. I was like, why is the black doctor talking about oh, like, he was black. his relationship yeah. to blackness and police stuff, oh. right? Because I was like, usually when they, stuff like this happens, they go, um, okay, the, the patients are stable. You yeah. know, it is an unfortunate thing and that happened. Usually yeah. And I thought it was done, yeah. right? They had him out here crying. I'm, oh you know, God. this was a difficult thing for me to do. Oh Wait, first of all, they take an oath. So... He was doing his job. Yeah. And like, he was going to do his yeah, job. Yeah, right? like, so, he, so they had him out here crying regardless. He was going to do his job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They had him crying. And he was like, it's difficult because I, I get very, you know, I feel I'm working on these guys. And, and often I'm the victim of police harassment. And I was oh, like, what God. the fuck? And yeah, then he went mind. into this fucking thing where he like said, well, you know, and, and this one time I was with my son and, you know, I just, we, we bought them some ice cream. Oh, and, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm surprised they didn't make him hug him and take a Yo. picture, right? Oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're saving that for next week. It was so bizarre. Yeah. And I'm throwing that moment into the pit and the fact that they trotted him out and the fact that he felt like he had to participate yes. Yes. in this thing, which leads me to my second pit. Can I? Yeah. Fuck it. We out here. <laughs> Shit. I didn't. Fuck it. All right. Uh -huh. So the other one is is part of this, right? Because mm -hmm. like now this is like, let me get white people to understand my pain. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And this is not for the people that write this, but this is for the white people that share this yeah. and mm -hmm. that, that suddenly are like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And, and, and one of my white folks, and I appreciate them for like, they use that moment as a thing to be like, okay, they were like, hey, white people, we need to like, right? Mm -hmm. And I appreciate them utilizing it, but I was like, in my mind, bitch, like <laughs> all the millions of things yep. that have been going on, mm -hmm. you could you couldn't like share some other shit than this guy's pain. Mm -hmm. So this guy wrote yeah. like a dissertation. I don't know if y'all saw it, like legit, mm -hmm. from like the time he came out of his mother's womb to like now, mm -hmm. every moment of harassment of of racial something, right? That has tinted his life mm -hmm. in an otherwise idyllic uh, suburban. 
<laughs> like, yeah. you know, he was right. trying to make them realize that y'all grew up, we grew up in the same town, but we didn't grow up the same. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of y'all, my friends that we all grew up and y'all are spewing this hate shit and whatever. And he went through his whole life. I swear I was scrolling for 30 minutes. Mm. Wow. And they, so the, this white person like reposted this and they, she was like, yo, we need to wake up because this is the kind of stuff. And everybody was like, that's so sad. And they were getting their power from this, like, you know, like get, getting their activist power from this. And yeah. I'm like, yo, this is the light. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this is the shit y'all get your, your fucking wings from? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I just I just posted because I actually like these people. Mm-hmm. You know, I like these people. I have enjoyed their company. I know their heart. Mm-hmm. So I just said, this is a shame that he had to write this and make people uh, uh appreciate his the situation that he's in. Mm-hmm. And then I just wrote, I wonder how long mine would be. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that I see you, right. mm-hmm. but this ain't the way. Yeah. yeah. You know, this fucking everyone and pornography. that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. what my that's what my timeline was really. Everyone now that that's it's fine. Whenever you come to it, you come to it. But now everyone is sharing every racist thing that has ever happened. That was basically <laughs> my timeline. And it's nice that we're all sharing and venting or whatever. Um but yeah, it's okay, kind of like it's cool if you're venting, line. but oh. we shouldn't. Yeah, yo, my timeline was fucking sick, yo. It was like that and Pokemon, which was like a more than welcome <laughs> yeah. like yeah. relief or whatever. Yeah, shout um, out to Pokemon, shout yo. Out to it's been holding Pokemon, me down. Yo. That's a pinkies up, yo. <laughs> like, it up really to has been. I'm not yeah, even playing. I just I'm li- I live for any picture of Pokemon in between. <laughs> this is the racist thing that's happened to me. All lives matter, and like you here's know, my all this stuff. Or a Pokemon helped me realize, bitch, you need to do your laundry because it was just like sitting on top of the pile. but yeah but as a part of the pitch just to kind of piggyback on that kind of like everyone feeling the need that like to say something and it's good if you feel like you really have to say something and you're compelled to get something off your chest that's great um but i wanted to throw chrisette michelle and whoever else in the fucking pit nobody fucking asked you yo this whole thing that and every every person who's saying to their celebrity uh whoever they look up to hey uh when are you gonna gonna say say something something about black lives matter when are you gonna say something about this when we why do we need these motherfuckers to say something and it goes back to me to everybody needing a fucking hero or leader or yeah, some I had, shit. Yeah, I've had this um debate with this misogynist that I debate a lot mm-hmm. on Facebook, but I know him, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why I still debate him. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like, Jay-Z hasn't said anything, Rick Ross, Drake, he's, like all these people. Well, here's the thing. We want them to say shit because they got people, right? Because mm-hmm. you want people that got people to say shit, mm-hmm. but we want them all to be Jesse Williams. Right. Yeah. And, uh, we and realize they're, they're not. not they even, were fucking disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not all of these people, they're, these are still people. Mm-hmm. They're not all going to have the same conversations that we are having. Mm-hmm. They're not going to articulate them the same way. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And then number two is, like, I've had to come to realize this myself, is that there's different roles and that people need to play within yeah. this activism and revolution thing. Like, I am okay with... Let's say if Jay-Z never says anything, but he funds the shit out of everything. Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. out of prison, like, yeah. Everyone has mm-hmm. different roles. Like, Bill, like that is important. And mm-hmm. that is activism. Mm-hmm. And activism does not mean you're just standing on a, a soapbox screaming. Right. And I think that's what people think that is. And it's like, nah. And honestly, so, like... Do we really want to hear what Rick Ross has to say? No. no. I don't want to hear what Rick no. Ross has to say about himself, about like, anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> about, about his own what? Rick Ross stuff. I don't want to hear it. 
he was a correction officer. Like, Nobody, and I, no, I don't want to hear it. it that's, that's my point. Still, like, there's yeah. people that you like, you, I, you, do you really? And I asked him, did you really want to hear what Rick Ross had to say? Well, you know what I mean? No, no these are the people you, you listed. So I want to yeah. know if you really want to know what Drake has to say. No. Like, why? He's not even, he's from Canada. He doesn't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. And he's like, no, but they, they, they will touch the youth and this and this and that. And I'm like, honestly. This, that's the most out touch thing, out of touch thing that like anybody could say. I said that to him because I was like, do you know what the youth are listening to? Right. They don't listen to Rick Ross. Right. Like, so you don't even know what the fuck you're talking mm-hmm. about. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. shut up. Just shut <laughs> up. Like. Oh gosh, but mm-hmm. I think that people need to understand that there are many different roles. There are many different ways to be an activist. You can be an activist, like we're being activists right now by having media and being media and having these conversations and making people think mm-hmm. these new thoughts and it like and we're just sitting down looking right. fly, but we're being yeah. activists right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like I don't get why people can't understand that activism isn't just marching or saying a very eloquent speech. Mm-hmm. That is not right. what it is. Um, nobody cares about what Cassette Michelle said, but we threw her in the pit because she wrote this fucking essay about why she doesn't march or think marching is important or that marching was for the 60s oh and now God. her power is voting and we have a black president and we have this and we have that and so we should exercise. She's going to vote like we should all vote. Fuck you, Cassette. Nobody fucking asked you. Stopped, You're a dumb yeah, bitch. I stopped fucking with her maybe two or three years ago when she on Instagram because I don't follow celebs on Twitter because now I have to hear your thoughts I just (laughs) rather look at your pictures so I'll follow you on Instagram or whatever so follow her on Instagram and she decides to post the definition of feminism right Mm -hmm. and then goes on to say well you know I don't know about that you know like gives her definition and it's like bitch you posted what the definition is Mm -hmm. why are you doing this other thing and me and her had like a back and forth in her thingy and then I was like, nah, I can't fuck with you. You're not my people. She's like the definition of like a dumb bitch. She it's is like a dumb what? bitch. But yeah. because her hair is natural and she was vegan. Oh my God. Yeah. She's yeah. a better bitch. <laughs> like all of that other shit. Like women you know, so women no, can be like, hoteps too. Yes. You cannot forget. Yes. Like when you pointed out that Erica Badu was a hotep. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, and it's like, you know. Um, keep her ass in the pit. Hello. <laughs> want to do some anti i don't know she isn't she doing some initiative like uh, some through she threw some money at some like di- anti date rape rape oh we just yeah we just talked about the podcast yeah. Yeah. Oh, she did. that bitch is still in the pit sorry yeah, like, <laughs> never she, forget 9-11 you know <laughs> <laughs> y'all like when she went on that twitter <laughs> craziness about right, the about thing how girls should, yeah. um, i want to know yeah but it made me want to know what what data plan did she have that bitch was on her twitter for like just like no she breaks was, like yeah, what the yeah. fuck I need that data plan cause <laughs> she was good like she was, <laughs> like she was just on like what is that she needed like she could be a spokesperson for yeah. like cause she was on yeah that Twitter <laughs> didn't stop I went to sleep she was mm-hmm. on went to, woke up everybody on. whose music I love on. is she problematic was on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah I said everyone whose music I love is highly problematic yo. I don't that's mm-hmm. why I don't follow them on Twitter mm-hmm. Like, cause then I'm very like, I can't fuck with you now. And yeah. then like, now I'm, what I'm going to do? Listening to like, what? Listen to fucking Zamba music? Yeah. Like, so, like Zamba? Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know what language. Like, I don't speak like Portuguese the, the and Zumba I don't know. playlist. The playlist <laughs> <is in the laughs> class. Like, 
That's funny. Thank no, gosh. yeah, I just my my whole point is like not everybody has to say some shit, yo. Like just go do something. Everybody doesn't have to say something about it. It doesn't make a difference to me whether Erica makes an announcement or what she hates or I don't like I don't give a shit. Like just everybody stay in your lane and do or, whatever. And you can. I'm not one of those people who's like they shouldn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't think we should be we demanding, should demanding that they speak. Yeah, I agree. Except for Chrisette Michelle, don't say anything ever. You're stupid. Or, bitch. <laughs> I don't like when celebrities i guess they feel because they have a pl- platform that they have to speak on things and mm-hmm. it's like you clearly don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah you can yeah. like be like quiet right. like it's fine like did you see the post where um little bow i was like i didn't read the whole thing but it was like he was on instagram I'm like everyone wants to know what i think about the current conditions the, no one yes. at, like bow he's so delusional i don't know why he thinks he's like that famous i forgot he existed until he brought it back up because everyone wants you know the world needs to know but no about no, no. <laughs> so yeah the, those type of celebrities you <laughs> yeah, also yeah. Yeah. No, they're all in the pit they're all in the pit yeah. did we do what we came to do yeah we did what we came we to did do it, yo. i think we're oh. fucking done yo i love that uh it's a good way to ask that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we fucking did it yeah mm-hmm. so like how do how do we people find you like what are you working on anything that you want to oh yeah, shit plug all your yeah. shit yeah plug it all um so you can find us um we're so we're the inner hoe uprising you can find us on twitter instagram <laughs> sorry no you do it, you do it. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been good at this i was gonna try my i'm hardest. sam <laughs> that's all that meant no i'm sam that's shanika we are slam pad productions host of the inner hoe uprising you can find us on itunes soundcloud stitcher and google play by searching inner hoe uprising mm-hmm. you can find slam pad productions on twitter instagram and periscope at slam underscore pow you can find us on facebook and youtube at slam pat productions and currently we're working on working on a web series <laughs> um in collaboration with uh can we say it right i think right? we can say uh, it. Now. in collaboration with black and sexy tv okay sexy. called a uh, dope deconstruction yes. coming soon and we basically hang out with a bunch of black millennial artists they show us their craft and we talk about like all of the politics around what's about That's what's so. it like being young black yeah. in your field and mm-hmm. and much much more it's so, cool. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it sounds it's gonna cool. Be good. Sounds, when should people expect that? Or y'all don't know yet. Or it would follow be. them on all their shit so you can know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, exactly. Got, it, got it, got it, got it. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, yo. Who are we? Oh fuck! You know what we didn't do? Uh whatever. It's end of the show. I'm Queen. Wait, should we? Should we? Do the it? Queen speaks on Twitter. Twitter okay, do that. Do at the Queen it. speaks with an underscore at the end. Mm-hmm. That is. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Is that how you? That how you <laughs> I was about to say her name, and I was like, she could speak for herself. What are you doing? Um, I'm Jay. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter at Janicia F J A N I C I A F. Um, you can follow the show at T with Q J on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. And as always, please follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere. Um, T with Queen and J. And, and we and have a website. Yes, we have our website. That's T with Queen and J. It's popping. It's a work it might in change progress, daily because I keep changing stuff. Yeah, but, I'm just saying, but it's cute it's and it's functional right now, yeah, yo. Yeah, for yeah, real. Sorry. And yeah, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives oh, Matter. Did you say everything? I don't know. I just always say Black Lives Matter. Right, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Thanks to our guests, yo. Black Lives Matter, yo. Whole summer. 16. Yeah. Whole summer 16. No panties. 
No panties, yo. <laughs> no panties. No panties. No <laughs> Peace. Barack and I were raised with so many of the same values. Like, you work hard for what you want in life. The values that you work hard for what you want in life. That your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do. That your word is your bond, and you do what you say and keep your promise. That you treat people with dignity and respect that you treat people with respect because we want our children and all children in this nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard for them because we want our children in this nation to know that the only limit to your achievements is the strength of your dreams and your willingness to work for them